And by the way, how not stressful is this bear market right now? How much sleep are you not losing when everybody else is freaking out, right? Yeah. Victor and I had that discussion just early today, how low stress trading this is. And that is what it's designed to do. You're only going to trade in 10 minutes a day. I mean, today we went long trying to talk through the whole thing, but just nothing came through. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. I have three special free gifts for you over at 10MinuteStockTrader.com. That's the Triple Stock Profits ebook you can get for free. That's a bullish power cheat sheet that you can get for free. And if that wasn't enough, at the brand new web class, How to Easily Discover Proven Backtested 100% Plus Winners, that is for free as well. You can get these three free gifts, all yours, at 10MinuteStockTrader.com. The Triple Stock Profits ebook, the free web class, and the bullish power cheat sheet. And all you got to do is go to 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Markets are people. People are predictable. Outlier can show you how to track market fear and greed with artificial intelligence on over 1,300 of the largest market cap names. Visit outlier.com to learn more. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. They have a free pilot program for the rest of 2021 so you can get access to right now at O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. Good afternoon, traders. You know what today is? Happy Valentine's Day. Will you be my Valentine? My wife, she's uh, she's like, no, go away. <laughs> but how are you guys doing today on Valentine's Day? Let's show some love by everybody saying hi in the chat box. That would be awesome. Thank you all for coming today. Uh, I did preview the market. We will have an offensive day today. Let's get busy. Let's get busy. Uh, let me know. Did you get a chance to watch this week's webinar um, on uh, how to trade like a video game? I uh, I know I was talking to Victor about it this morning, and uh, he was telling me that he he did get a lot of the points that I was trying to make. So I was really happy about that. Speaking of Victor, buenos tardes, senor. Glad you're here, man. Brian <clears throat> is that today. All right, dude, listen up. This is for real, for real. Uh, my family and I, we've been watching Full House on HBO. And uh, it's so funny because like it's it's old, right? It's, it's what I watched when I was a kid. And my kids are super into it. And there was an episode that we watched just last night. That was a Valentine's Day episode. It was like perfectly timed. And Uncle Jesse, you know, did this incredible Valentine's romantic thing. And my wife looks at me and she's like. And I look at her and I'm like. <laughs> you didn't marry Jesse. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, you know, she's a she's a teacher, so. I ran by the the store earlier, got her a nice big old thing of flowers and uh, some sh some uh, chocolate covered strawberries. Dropped her, dropped them off at the front desk of the school. Try to make her feel a little special. Hope you got to do the same for your for your spouse. TV is make believe. You have no idea how many times Brian I've told her Prince Charming is a fictional character. <laughs> 
Okay, good. Brian did get a chance to watch it. Good. Let me know your thoughts. Anything uh, that really stuck out to you there? Come on. Boom. Right at you, my friend. Glad you made it today. Uh, let's see. Uh, Isaac is here. I am glad you made it. Dude, I, it still amazes me every time that the internet travels that far. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's get into trading today because, like I said, today is an offensive day. There is some news, ugly as this sounds, by the way. I'm glad you all made it through the weekend safely. There is news. Uh, the Ukrainian president says his reference. Oh, wait. Okay, this is ridiculous. All right, all right, all right. So earlier... This is why we don't trade the news. Somebody was saying that Russia is going to attack Ukraine on the 16th. That That's what the news said. And this headline right here says, the Ukrainian president said it was supposed to be ironic, like a joke. Yeah, great joke there, bro. I don't know if that's a great joke. <laughs> you like the win-loss scenario. Thanks, Brian. I, I, I worked on that one. And I got to say, I was a little nervous because I was like, since I'm going to be doing this live, I really hope I don't get 10 10s in a row on the uh, the 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 other strategy because, um, I mean, it's a random number generator. It could have happened. And so I was like, oh, boy, I hope this works. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. You keep your losses small. You can have, you know, a not great win rate and still come out way ahead. Speaking of coming out way ahead. Look, we don't have any idea what the headlines will be, but we do have a market framework. And because we have a market framework, we will trade no matter what direction the market goes. So let's talk about that. Welcome to the 10 Minute Trading Room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day. And this is exactly how we take the guesswork out of trading. Now, with our 10 minutes to freedom trading strategy, which I am so glad that I let you guys name that because that sounds way better than anything I would have come up with. Oh, uh, Brian did say something like, then you could say, this is for example purposes only. This is most likely will not occur. And yeah, <laughs> if that had happened, boy, I tell you, I would have, I would definitely have been trying to cover that up as best I could. This is the 10 minutes to freedom strategy. And as you know, we start with the market. We want to take a look at the market and see what's going on out there. We're going to look first at the moving averages. We're going to look next at the market breadth. And then finally, we're going to look at Fin Club. Now, let's take a look first off at the market averages. What we want to see is the blue line under the black line. Let me turn on the black line here real quick. I turned these off earlier for something, demonstrating something. Blue line under the black line, which we see here. And price under the red line, which we see as well. Now, I did go earlier today and circle these bounces here. These are the last two Tuesdays in a row. I don't know if that'll happen a third time in a row, but it could, right? So if it does, we can't trade on ifs, right? There's nobody trades on ifs. Well, I should, amateurs trade on ifs. They're professionals like us. We trade on what actually exists. Now, could this pop up next tomorrow? It could. I don't know. I'm not planning on it. We're going to continue to follow our strategy. Right now, the strategy is pointing like the direction of the stock market's going south. Next, let's look at the MMFI. This took a pretty hard hit today, down 8%, down to 32.7%. So really what that means is two out of every three stocks right now 
are bearish. Only one in three stocks is bullish. That's pretty sad market breadth. Finally, FinClub, our artificial intelligence data for Valentine's Day has a nice big red rosy stoplight there, if you want to call it that, which to us is great if we're going to be bearish. Now, this lines up perfectly for an offensive day. All market conditions are lined up, but you start with your existing positions. So will we add to winners? Will we take winners off? I don't know. Let's take a look. First guy on the board here, KHC. Now, when we trade every day, every day, every day, did I say every day? Because I mean, every day, the objective is to reduce risk. Now, our risk in the trade right now, yesterday, or Friday, was up at 34.80. Okay, so that means that was our trailing stop. We had our half ATR stop loss come in because we followed our five-day moving average. Now, we are pulling this down. Our five-day moving average is now from 34.80 down to 34.69. So that's what it's going to be. This basically says we are locking in profits as it goes. We do not ever say profits are guaranteed because, of course, anything can gap the other way. But following our strategy, this is a profit locking situation. As this continues south, we would add more. But here's a big but. I don't like big butts when I'm trading stocks. Sorry, I had to. I had to. It was terrible. I know. We have earnings coming up Wednesday morning. So with that said, when we have earnings, we have a framework for earnings. It's right here. Is the trade already profitable? Yes. We know this for sure. We can see it on the chart. Next, does the expected move break the trend line? I don't know. Give me a second here. I'm going to show you exactly how to calculate the expected move, but I'm going to do it in a separate Tastyworks account because I don't want my position size to influence your position size. That means a lot to me. All right, so I'm in this separate account that has legitimately $8 in it. This is my demo account that I want to show you. KHC. All right, so you to find the expected move, you go to the closest to expiration. You go to the at the money. You click the buy button, which is ask for the at the money strikes, both the call and the put. So remember, closest to expiration, uh, ask on the calls, ask on the puts, you get the total cost of that. Now, 1.88, that's the cost right now of the at the money straddle, times 0.85. So our expected move in this trade is 1.60. I'm gonna round it up if that's okay with you, 160. So that means from the price of closing tomorrow up $1.60, which feels enormous on this stock, and down $1.60. Here, okay. So the point being is that basically this entire range is where the stock could end up after earnings. Okay, could, we don't know what, well, we do not know what will happen especially at earnings. So um, the framework says, does the expected move that we have right now on the chart, does this break our trend line we're following? Well, right now I just moved our risk in, which is the orange line. Is this blue box, the expected move, 
going to break through that orange line? The answer is definitely yes. Now, anything could happen, right? It could go down, and this could turn into a ginormous winner, but we can't predict that. It could go up and be a humongous loser, just as likely. Okay, we're not going to try to predict that. We will only trade what we're given. Now, the only situation where we would keep this on is if something like we're following the 200 day. Not that I ever would, but if we were following the 200 day, see how our expected move does not cross this line. That is what we're looking for. Okay. Now, if it were, you know, this sized expected move, then I'd say, yeah, let's leave it on. But because the expected move is so big in comparison to the stock, we will, without a doubt, take this off tomorrow. Right now, there's no reason to take it off. So we're going to let it run. Next, let's go to GPS. By the way, do me a favor. Type a one in the chat if this makes sense. And type a two in the chat if you'd like me to explain it one more time. I'm here for you. Always remember, I am here for you. I think this is a really good example, a case study as to why you follow your plan right here. Because remember, we were in GPS when it went down. I believe it was this day. Then we got out of it when it crossed above the five on this day. And then it went back down again, okay? Because it went down again, we got in. Now, this particular day, this day, this big old red bar, let me circle that instead. This big red bar was a 7% down move day, okay? So most people, when they see, oh man, that moved that much in a day, uh, I should go the opposite of this move. Or, oh, that's too much of a move. Uh, I can't get into this. That's not how it works. That The trend is down. The trend is showing you which direction it's going, okay? It may have had a bad day, a negative 7% day, but it's now down another 2.5% the day following. And it meet all the criteria. Because it met all the criteria, you've got to take the trade. If you don't take the trade, you invalidate the model. If you take the trade, even when it has a 7% down day, and it feels scary. Oh, I don't know if I can go short this. It just went down a lot today. If it feels scary, it's okay. You're following the strategy. That's the number one thing. Uh, I do see several number ones. People are getting it. People are getting it. That's good. Nima, good afternoon, sir. Can you explain the calculations to the expected move? I didn't get the 85% you multiplied. Um, so I didn't come up with this calculation. I'm just relaying it. I don't know why 85%. And I don't know why the price here determines that. But this is the way you calculate expected move, right? It's the it's the textbook way to do it. Now, let's talk about the at the monies. This is the most risky, okay? Because it's the most risky, it has the, uh, how should I say this most risky? It It's just as likely to be in the money or out of the money. So it, either direction that you're trying to go with this, um, you can end up being a great winner or a great loser all in the same. And this also has the highest amount of extrinsic value. If you look at up and down the options change, option chain, sometimes I say change, chain, you'll see this is the highest amount of extrinsic value. So that's the amount 
that market makers and market participants like us are pricing into the stock. You can see these uh, pyramids right here show you exactly where the amount of extrinsic is. Now, we want to never have a situation where extrinsic, we're buying a ton of it, of course, uh, which is why we always check for 20% or less. But this tells us with a reasonable degree of certainty, the expected move. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing, it did not, it did not calculate the correct expected move for Facebook. There's nothing you could have done. <clears throat> the only thing you could have done is followed your strategy if it meant to get out before earnings, like we're going to do. And we're not going to let that happen to us. Right? This was a 25% gap down. That super sucks for the people who own Facebook. But it also was very easily avoided by getting out of earnings. So I hope that ex that helps. I don't honestly, truthfully told, I don't have an answer as to why 85%. I don't have that answer. I just know that that's the way it's calculated. I hope that that works though. I'm on your side, Nima. All right. Um, so we will take off KHC. Let's go to GPS. We haven't worked on GPS yet. Uh, on GPS, we need to pull in our trailing stop. So our trailing stop... We set initially on Friday when we got into this trade at 1622. I believe that's still going to be, yeah, 1622 is still going to be our trailing stop here because our five day, which is the gray line, has not passed through that point yet. So no risk to take off yet, but there's a good chance that tomorrow we'll do that. Okay, moving into the next section, we've already started with our existing positions. That means. It's my favorite time of the day. We get to run the AI chart bearish power scanner. Now, when it does that, when this runs, it's going to check all of our chart criteria, basically to make sure all moving averages are pointing in one direction. And in this case, we want them to point down. Nima says, great. Yeah. Glad I could help you with that, man. Ah. Brian told me once that he had heard a different way to calculate it. We did it together on screen. And it came up with a very similar result. So uh, I don't think that we're too far off no matter what. Uh, 11 charts. I want to refresh that. That seems really, really not enough. What's the spy doing? Is it getting bought up right now? I'm going to look at the intraday and see what's happening. Yes. Okay, so some people are coming in and they're buying. Because they're buying right now, that means that our 12-minute intraday charts right here, our 12 minute intraday charts are taking off uh, more and more stocks to choose from. Now we're down to seven. Give this another second here, we're gonna be out. Hang on. Now, the reason being that we do this is we wanna make sure that we're not on the wrong end of the trade in the last half hour of the day. All right, this is my last go, let's see what comes through. Still seven. Now we've tested a couple of these. So I'm going to take off this one on UA because anything can change, of course. GPS pulls through, but GPS does not meet our condition to add more. If this were below the blue line, that was an adding point. Luis says, 
Were you able to change the relative strength scanner to find bull Scott? Bull oh, the way you'd have to do that. So I, I purposely handicapped this to only work in the direction it needs to. Okay. If you want to undo it, you're going to have a few steps to do. First thing, you're going to have to uh, change the market position to read bullish. Next, you're going to have to change Fin Club to green. Next, you're going to have to change this to over 50, so 51. When you do that, this should still set up for green, set up for a long stock. Does that make that? Does that make sense there to you, Luis? Basically, I put in all of the criteria for the market that we already talk about all the time, flipped. And then you should be able to put in what you need. But I don't know about you, man, but I like things auto magic. And uh, because of that, I just let all the calculations do it for me. Okay. Just for fun. Just for fun. Let's see what we get it. Luis is going to try it. Two, three, four. Yeah, today's an offensive day, but today is a buy the gap at the end of the day day. It looks like five. All right. That's okay. Look, I would much rather, <laughs> I would much rather let our intradays tell us, hey, you know what? Don't get in at the end of the day, then get in at the end of the day and then wish, oh man. Wish I had checked my intradays. So we're going to take what we got, put it in the relative strength scanner. So we moved out of the charts into the relative strength. We're looking to see comparatively to one another and to the spy, which is the worst. GPS, we're already in. UA is the only guy who pulls through. Okay. So let's go to UA and just back test this bad boy. Strategy test. Uh, 10 day bearish full, click run, negative 40%. That's not what I'm going to trade. So that stops us in the tracks right here, but I'm going to refresh one more time. GPS, we're already in. Uh, looks like we got one more, maybe. Dish. Let's see if it sets up. No. No, dish actually is pretty cool. It's it's uh not pretty cool, but it's it's going the other direction. This is gaining relative strength compared to the spy. It's outperforming the spy and doing better. And you can see this little chart right here shows you the relative strength and how that's doing. Okay, so that ends our trading process for the day. Right, we got through here. Oh, wrong button. Let's click this one. We got through here. We found the market's bearish. We found the very few bearish charts that were there. We found a few on the relative strength that passed. We get to the back test. The only ones that passed on the back test had a negative return. Because of that, nothing to trade. That's 10 minute trading right there. 10 minutes to freedom, as Nima calls it. Nima, that was great. All right. Well, with that being said, let's move to our final thoughts. I really, really, really like this quote. So I have not talked to 
James Jimmy Jude before, but I interviewed uh, a guy called um, Kevin Muir, and he recommended Jimmy Jude to me. He said he's a really funny guy. And I saw this on Twitter one day, and I was like, well, this is actually like solid trading advice here. Check it out. When you're in a nice trade, a great entry, solid plan, well thought out target, and you're getting that itch to tap out, right? It's that like, oh, this is going so well, something has got to go wrong. I need to get out of the trade. Oh, this is going right. I need to take my profits while I got them before they turn into losses, right? This is honestly the one of the hardest parts of trading. He says, remember the old man, remember what the old man told me on the NYMAX floor. Hey kid, if you want to take the train to California, you don't get off in Chicago. That's pretty powerful. If you conceptualize what he's saying there, if you're trying to ride a trend all the way from the start to the end, you don't get off halfway. You can get on halfway, but you don't get off halfway. Let's talk about a little bit more on a chart. Tesla is always a great example for trends because it will trend. Let's say you get into Tesla here, right? Like I said, you can get in a trend anytime, but you don't get out until it's done. Let's say you get in at 750, okay? And this whole way up, it's climbing what they call the wall of worry. That's that's exactly what he's describing here. The wall of worry, where you're like, oh, I don't know if it's going to keep working. Oh, maybe I should take my profits now. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And every day it's continuing to work for you. And only if you're following the five day, you would got out here. Only when you get to this point, do you get off? This is the point where you've reached California. Nowhere in this elsewhere do you get off. Okay. If you're going to get from anywhere, that's part of the thing too, right? You don't have to get in when it goes right here. You can get in anywhere. As I've said before, if it's going to go from five to a hundred, you can get in anywhere. 25, 47, 69, doesn't matter. You can get in anywhere in here. You just got to know when you're going to get out. There you go. Hope that makes sense. Uh, that covers everything for today's trading room. Pretty easy one today. Uh, remember, tomorrow afternoon, don't worry about it until in the afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon, we will close KHC because of the expected move. But nothing to do until then. So guys, thank you so much for coming to today's trading room. You're amazing. Uh, I hope that we uh, covered all your questions. And uh, if you haven't already, go check out today's podcast. Uh, this is the one I did with the Rutgers professor who talked about how we're going to beat inflation, hopefully. <laughs> how we got here and how to get ourselves out of it. And uh, let me know what you thought. Really, really, uh, really smart guy. Uh, I, I, I did my best to play dumb to make sure that it didn't get too like complicated because I, I knew where he was going there. He was going to lecture us for an hour and nobody wants to listen to that. Thank you guys for coming today. I will see you tomorrow. Have a fantastic Valentine's evening. Good afternoon, traders. How are you today? Happy February the 15th, the day post Valentine's Day. What would we call this? Valentine's Boxing Day, right? You know, the 26th is Boxing Day in other places of the world. Um, I don't know. But I hope you guys are having a fantastic, amazing, wonderful Tuesday. And uh, not a lot going on from the home front these days. I, I got to tell you right now, um, 
I'm really excited. This coming weekend, we will be going to the uh, Dallas Zoo. Or is it Fort Worth Zoo? Dallas or Fort Worth Zoo? I don't, I don't remember entirely. Uh, I think it's Fort Worth Zoo. Fort Worth, yeah, yeah, it's Fort Worth Zoo. Fort Worth Zoo is uh, like the big one around here, right? Like the San Diego Zoo or the maybe maybe there's a, a zoo in Atlanta there, Brian, where you are. Um, but the uh, the the Fort Worth Zoo is having a sleepover just for Boy Scouts, and man, I'm excited about that. Uh, a couple of years ago, we did a sleepover at the uh, or camp out, if they want to call it that. Did a camp out um, on the Dallas Cowboys field, like right in the middle of AT and T Stadium. Right, you know, a few hundred Boy Scouts going nuts, and uh, you know, we got to sleep there on the turf. Just an amazing experience. My my son had no idea how special that was. And now we're going to be doing that again coming up at the Fort Worth Zoo this weekend. So pretty stoked about that. Uh, Brian says it is a fantastic day here. How about you? Let's see. Isaac says it's up, it's down, it's sideways. Chop. Uh, yeah, actually, hang on, let me see. I uh, I just texted Mitch to see if uh, if he wanted some company for his show over on Benzinga today, and I was like, Chopfish 2022. Here we are. We're back again. Hello, everyone. Says Isaac. Uh, Brian says don't snore. The kids and dads in my son's troop says they were tired because I snored so loud. Oh, dude. Yeah, hopefully that's not the case. <laughs> My wife definitely kicks me when I snore, so hopefully not the case. Donna, good afternoon. Having a day of winter, it might rain. I didn't know it rained in California. I was just watching. All right, so full disclosure. Uh, one of the things I really enjoy doing is watching uh, mansion videos. In fact, I'll pull one up for you. Um, there's this great YouTuber. His name is Ines, E-N-E-S, Ilmazar. She is page seconds here and um like this is my jam chris goes and watches these now i also have one of those oculus vr headsets and what's really cool is to watch these while doing the oculus vr because it's him showing the houses around right but um i'll show you one of my favorites this one here i watched this one 28 times so far at least um no i'm not giving that ad free airspace uh it's awesome because it's a uh, it's a tour, like all the way top to bottom of these homes. And he has a camera guy that follows him around. And when you wear it on the VR headset, it's literally like you're the guy following him around the house. Like he's the realtor showing you the house. And man, is it cool, right? So, uh, yeah, this this is Chris's goal. Big goal right there. It's uh, in the south of France. So, yeah, you guys don't need to know about all that. But just thought I'd share. Uh, come on ready for you bow oh you didn't see that one coming bow didn't see that one coming dude you rock hey y'all give me two seconds here i need to need to grab something need to grab a prop here's the prop <laughs> all right um friday the plan is to launch this bad boy to as many people as possible um i just today figured out how the whole shipping shipping arrangements going to work like i say this uh will be free for everybody i'll send the links out once it's available um you guys obviously don't need one but if you want more they're they're going to be free i just need you guys to cover shipping it's only going to be a couple of bucks and then um, i'm actually paying for the book itself you guys are just paying for the shipping um and then i'm going to be trying to give this away to as many people as possible so if you see me in the future saying hey come get a free copy of the book that's why 
Like, you should already have one, so you should be good there. Uh, Brian says, need more winning trades. Yeah, we need more trends right now. That's for Dag, I'm sure. Dag, I'm sure. Kavon says, I feel sorry for people that swing trade for a living. Reading Twitter comments. Yeah. More than one person who's joined the trading group has said uh, exactly that they have really been struggling this year. They don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, come on in. I'll show you. I mean, we don't have 100% winners and never say we will. But what we do have is a great strategy that keeps our losses small and lets our winners run out of control. And uh, we have a 51% win rate, and we're just waiting for that to start happening. All is good, my friend. And Kevon, you are so welcome for the birthday gift. And my reminder to you guys, if it is ever your birthday, let me know. I will be glad to send you a birthday gift on the house, or on me, really. Um, my birthday is this Friday, no, Saturday, when we're at the zoo. Um, so that's going to be kind of fun. But speaking of fun, let's start having some fun and take a look at our market analysis. Welcome. That would help if I did this. Welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how we take the guesswork out of trading. Now, this is our 10 minutes to freedom strategy. And yesterday afternoon, uh, my, my little one had soccer practice and, and I was thinking, you know, what's a good acronym that we could use when we talk about this, right? Um, because why we have the shape of it, and we all understand how it's shaped that way, right? You start with 500 stocks and you get down to the ones that matter. What's an acronym for that? And I got to thinking, I was like, MC, MC, Mac, like Mick, Mac, okay. And then RB, and I'm like, the McRib? Well, I was like, no, that's trademark. I'm not getting in a lot of trouble if I start using that. So MC, RB, L. Then I was like, the Mac Rebel, okay. Mac Rebel, if you want to think about it, in terms of a, uh, I don't even know what the what it's called, an acronym, uh, a, a series of letters like NASA. What do you call those? Um, somebody tell me what you call those. I, I don't even remember. An abbreviation, the ten minute funnel. That's good, Brian. I like that. I like that. Uh, but yeah, I was just thinking to myself. I'm like the Mac Rebel. All right, market charts. Uh, relative strength backtest liquidity. You can remember that. What is what does Mac Rebel mean? Market starts uh, relative strength backtest liquidity. Makes sense to me. And I was like, you know what? We can use that. All right. So we're here in the ten minutes of freedom strategy, and we're going to start at the top because that's what matters. We're going to look at the S and P moving averages. We're going to look at the market breadth with MMFI, and finally, we're going to look at our artificial intelligence data. First, let's look at the S and P five hundred. You guys remember how I said yesterday on Tuesdays, the last couple of weeks, we've had big pop days. It's Tuesday. It's pop day, apparently. And we had exactly that. But keep in mind, look at the difference in height on these two, right? These two really gave me the idea that, hey, maybe we're going to be bullish. This one is barely cresting the 200 day. Barely. It's not even to the 10 day yet. So I'm still saying that we're in a very bearish scenario. But what we want to see. Is the blue line under the black line and price under the red line. So the 10 under the 20, price under the 50. We got all that. Our current market posture is bearish. Next, let's look at MMFI. So the MMFI shows right now, uh, oh, sorry, I went too far, 41%. It came back rip-roaring strong today, right? Up 24. Now, 
what I like about this scenario is we can continue to be bearish, but also if things reverse and flip, it's not going to take long to have everything lined up to go bullish again. But until that point, we can only trade with what's, what we're given. Next, Fin Club has us in a green day today. Now, a green day doesn't match our market uh, posture or our uh, market breadth. And because of that, that makes today, you guys tell me, what does it make today? Offensive, defensive, transition. Go. I'm here for you. Always remember that. Offensive, defensive, transition. I'll give you 30 seconds. I know there's a delay, so I'm trying to trying to stall for a second here. Trying to stall. Brian says, green day and most stocks failed transition. All right. Any other guesses for today? Any other guesses? Closing it down in five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Brian, good guess, but because we are in the market, we're already in the market. Today is a defensive day. Isaac says transition. Real close, real close. All good. Uh, Victor, nailed it. Defensive day. Brian, nailed it. Defensive day. Let's talk about that. Why is today a defensive day versus a transition day? Well, the number one thing is here. We're not in the market on a transition day. Okay. We are in the market today. Remember, we have two trades on. We have KHC and GPS. So because we have these two on, we're going to be defensive today. We're not looking to add trades, but we're also not looking to jack this stuff up, right? Victor and I were talking the other day, and he uh, he was reading. I still have it here on my desk. He was reading the uh, How I Made Two Million Dollars in the Stock Market by Nicholas Darvis. Top three trading books. I mean that. Uh, and he was talking about how one of his big takeaways was you could spend years building something solid and then blow it up in a span of a couple weeks. Yes, you can. Because of that, we are very strategic in what kind of moves we make on what kind of day. So today is a defensive day. We're in the market, but we're not adding to new positions. So we will not be continuing on into charts because there's no need to, right? We have a, a uh, we don't have a confluence of signals here in this direction, and that's okay. So what we can do is take a look at our positions we have now. Will we be adding to winners? Will we be taking them off? Big hint right now, we have to take one of them off. And let's talk about why. All right, so first, let's take a look at, uh, we'll go to KHC next. Let's look at GPS first. Now, with GPS, the objective every single day is to do what? The objective every single day is to reduce risk. Reduce risk is so much more important than uh, trying to find the next AMC. Okay, We have to reduce risk every single day because that risk can come back and bite us if we don't. So today, we're following the five-day trailing stop. Our uh, stop yesterday was 16.22. Now, we're going to go with the point that has less risk. Would it be our original stop loss point or now our trailing stop? And the five day is a gray line. So our trailing stop is going to have less risk today. So we're going to move from 1622 down to 1611. Not much, 
but it does pull in 10 cents of risk, right? And if you size these trades the way you need to be sizing them, that means something, okay? Now, earlier today, this did cross through our second buy point. We would have not bought at that time. We only add at the end of the day because as you can see right here, market volatility can make a very great entry signal go away by the end of the day. Now, what I wanted to also do is start making sure that we pull up the back test so you can visually see how it's acting compared to the back test. Uh, this is actually outperforming the back test um, in a bearish manner. So that's great. Uh, but all there is to do with this trade right now, GPS, is to just hold. Everything maintains posture, and we are just moving in risk just a little bit. Next is KHC. Now, I put a note on here yesterday that we have to close it today because tomorrow is earnings. Tomorrow morning before the market opens is earnings. Now, what's really cool is here on TrendSpider, they make it so plain as day when earnings are, which is uh, tomorrow. What I did was I confirmed that it was before the market open. You can just Google it. You can type in KHC earnings date, and it'll tell you somewhere, you know, 2.15 before the market open. Cool. 2.15 after the market closed. That's no problem. All we got to do is work into this. We're going to go through step-by-step step how we work with this one. So first, um, the exit points, okay? We only have two exit points. I bring this up because when our trade is working for us, we're going to let the back-tested trend lines flow, right? If it's moving down, if it's bearish, we're going to let that flow and we're going to follow that flow all the way down until we reach a point where the flow reverses and goes the other way. Now, here, we have a trailing stop, and this is basically after the profits are locked in. We start working with that. But we also will exit if our back-tested trend line is broken. I'm leading with this on purpose. When our back-tested trend line is broken, we get out, right? Because the trend has been. The trend is your friend until it bends. It's trite, it's cliche, because it's true. When the back-tested trend line is broken, we get out. And we don't know when that's going to happen, right? We can talk all day long and we can theorize that, hey, earnings are going to be great for KHC, but truthfully, we don't know. Truthfully, we have no idea what that's going to do. So here, I've pulled up the KHC options chain um, in my other demo account for you. And the expiration date of February 18th will be the one closest to the earnings date, okay? Now, the way that we find the expected move, or the, the way that we go into earnings is, is the trade already profitable? Let's take a look on the chart. Is the trade already profitable? Oh, wrong guy, sorry. Is the trade already profitable? Yeah. Yeah, it is, because we entered at 34.85. Right now, it's at 34.64. 20 cents, you know, it's something. Um, and we have no control over this, remember. We know exactly where we're going to get out. We know how much risk we're taking, but we don't know how much our winners will be. There could be humongous winners, there could be small winners. Remember, our, uh, I'll, I'll pull this up real quick. Number generator. Okay. If our lower bound is negative one and our max is 10, right? Imagine it this way. If we take a loss, we take a negative one loss. If we take a win, it's anywhere between negative one and 10 or greater. Okay, so it could be eight, seven, six, three, whatever. The point is, is this profitable? Yes. Next, 
Does the expected move break the trend line? If no, then you keep it open. So let's go look at what the expected move is. I got to think more about this yesterday since Nima asked, and this is the one that has the highest amount of extrinsic value. Extrinsic value can be the uncertainty in the movement of a stock. Because this has the most uncertainty based into the price here, this is where we find our expected value for the expected move. So the way you do it is you go to the ask on the calls, the ask on the puts, you add those together, it comes into $1.85. So $1.85, okay? We multiply that by 85%. So 1.85 times 0 0.85 equals 157. This tells you, as a market participant, everybody who's looking at this is looking at the same thing. The expected move is $1.57 for earnings. Either direction. Key point. Either direction. So it could be $1.57 up, which would work against us. Or it could be $1.57 down, which would benefit us. And remember, we don't know. I'm really stressing this point because if this goes down tomorrow and you open your, your account and you say, oh man, Chris doesn't know what he's talking about. This went down. This could have been a huge winner. I'll tell you right now, it could have been. But it also could have been a monster loser. We don't know. We don't know the future. We can only trade on what we're given. Now, based on this criteria of our expected move, it is enormous. It's 4.5% in either direction. Okay? Now, the reason we look at the expected move is we get out based on when the back-tested trend line is broken. Right? And if the expected move breaks that back-tested trend line before it happens, we need to be defensive for our portfolio, maintain our risk, and say, you know what? I'm going to get out. I don't know what's going to happen, but I have to get out because anything can happen with earnings. This is the most gambling that there is in trading stocks. Now, $1.57 up or down breaks the trend line we're following. So we're following the gray line. And we've already moved our risk. And as you can see, the risk is really tight to the current price. And yeah, this definitely, holistically, without any shadow of a doubt, would go through the back-tested trend line if it hit its um, expected move. Because of that, the only thing you can do at this point, if you are a 10-minute stock trader, if you are somebody who values risk, the only thing you can do is get out. Now, I'm going to do this on my other screen because I don't want you to have to worry about my size of order. Oh, hang on. I got to refresh. And I'll tell you where I got filled. Keep in mind, right now, there's going to be a lot of volatility in the option prices. So what I suggest you do, you can do what you want, start high and work it down. So I'm starting at 275. 2.75. Not filled. I want to take that down five cents to 270. Not filled. It's all right. Take it down to 265. Not filled. It's okay. I go down to 260. Filled. My fill price was 260. So we are out of KHC before earnings. 260 was the fill price. 
So that leaves us with just GPS. All right. Does that make sense to everybody? Brian, I like your point here. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah. I, you know, the old phrase is you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I did not comprehend what that meant until I heard somebody rephrase that. And they said, you can't keep your cake and eat it too. And I was like, oh, you can't keep the trade on and um, have the risk of these, right? You, you can only choose one or the other. You can't keep your cake and have it too and eat it. Okay. So with that said, we're out of this. Uh, let me make a note for my future self. Close 215 before earnings expected move uh, would have broken in line. So that's it. That's the only thing we got to do today. That's 10 minute trading right there. Like how long did our actual trading take? I don't know, 40 seconds. We looked at our moving averages. We looked at our market indicators. We knew that there was nothing to do. We look at um, leading into earnings, and we took the trade off based on the expected move. That didn't take us any time at all. Most of the time, it's me just jibber jabbering. Okay, that's the only move we're going to make today. I'll email you guys after we get done here with uh, with the information you need. But I, just just so you guys know, we got filled to close at two six zero. Okay, so let's do this. Let's go to our uh, final thoughts of the day. This is so apropos for what we do. Big word. This, is, this makes so much sense to what we do. No mathematical model can capture the intricacies of human psychology. Are you ready for this? No backtest is perfect. Right? Let's look at GPS. No backtest is perfect. It's outperforming, right? Go back to the quote here. No mathematical model, aka the backtest, can capture the intricacies of human psychology. Because of that, you cannot, will not ever, no matter what, put on a trade and tell me, this is what it will do. Because we don't know that. We don't know what will happen on any trade. We do not know what will happen on any trade at all, whatsoever. And I, uh, I'm reading Trading in the Zone again. And he just hammers that home almost on every page. Every single page. Anything can happen. Any day of the market. You can't model yourself out of taking risk so you have to know when to be in and you also have to know when to be out and you also have to know what moves to make to do that no math i just love that quote no mathematical model can capture the intricacies of human psychology because it's actually humans making these trades right this is not and this this right here this right here is why most typically smart people, right? Conventionally smart people say, um, or, or like uh, um, um, doctors, lawyers, dentists, um, you know, somebody with advanced degrees, MBAs, you know, it's not exclusive. This is the reason why most people can't be successful trading. 
because they say one plus one has to equal two. One plus one in our case can be anything from negative one to four to four three times in a row to one to ten to zero to nine to one. That's the difference. That's why traders who can embrace the uncertainty are successful. And that's why typically smart people, conventionally smart people, can't be. Because they don't understand that it can go anywhere. One plus one as a trade can go anywhere from negative one to positive 10. Or if they really don't know what they're doing, can go anywhere from negative 10 to positive 10. Then you get wrecked. Victor said he started that book this morning. Good. It's funny too. There's lots of great videos of Mark Douglas on the internet, on uh, on YouTube, and like you can hear him speaking as he as you're reading the words. Right. It it literally is is him writing in the way that he talks, which is actually really cool to me. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for coming today. Uh, I will in the next thirty seconds send you an email letting you know that I got out of uh, KHC at. Two six zero, and um, chalk one up on the winners. We need a few more of those lately. Thank you guys so much. Have a fantastic afternoon. I'll see you here tomorrow for more of the ten minute trading room. Good afternoon, traders. How are you doing today? Today's a special day because happy February the sixteenth. That's about it. Yeah, I, I like to. To say happy every day, right? It's it's a thing. I don't know how, but we somehow made it on the other side of this pandemic. We're all above the ground at this point. Thank Jesus. But uh, you know what? Happy February the 16th to you. I am excited about today. Uh, just so you guys know, a little background. Um, at the moment, Benzinga and I will not be doing a daily show. We had a discussion about that. They said that right now they're getting a lot of uh, sponsored segments. And because of that, they're like, man, they pay us thousands of dollars to run during that spot. And I'm like, go for it. <laughs> so that is fine with me. So all is good there. I will be on Benzinga today at the top of the hour. Hope to see everybody there. I love being able to, to go and do live trading and backtesting. Give them a, a sample, a taste, an itsy bitsy smidge of what we do on a daily basis. So I hope to see you there. A um, couple other things real quick. We, oh my gosh, we've been putting in so much work to make this happen. I, I had no idea how much work it took, A, to get published, and then B, to set up the whole system to where when someone orders a book, it ships them a book. That right there, the fulfillment process, gum that took some time. Like, it took us a month longer than I anticipated. But if all goes to plan, the go-live date for this is Monday. So I'm super excited about that. Which, you know, of course, you guys got advanced copies of it. All autographed, because I love you. Um, by the way, has anybody looked at KHC today? Oh, actually, I do have one question. Isaac, thank you so much for coming. If you're here, let me know in the chat just by saying hi. Donna says hi. Good afternoon, Donna. Good afternoon, Isaac. Uh, can you all do me a favor? Does the microphone sound okay? If it does, just let me know. Say, like, yes or no. Um, I watched yesterday's replay because I, I watch every day. I want to make sure that I'm giving the best possible experience for you. And part of that is me making sure I'm doing the best job I can. 
And the the uh, microphone was shit. Total awfulness. Luis says no. Hang on. I'm going to click a button here and let's see if it fixes it. Okay. Luis, I really appreciate you telling me that. That was the exact experience I was having yesterday while watching the replay. Um, how about now? At this point, I have turned off all the After Effects on it. Donna says it's cutting in and out. Okay. Um, how about now? Is, is everything better? Uh, Isaac saw, yeah, KHC popped. KHC did pop. I wanted to talk about that. All right, hopefully this has got the mic settings fixed. Uh, Luis, Isaac, and Donna, clear to you now. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you for that, Luis and everybody else. I want to make sure that I don't suck <laughs> and do a terrible live stream for you. <laughs> Donna says it's better. Cool. Yeah, thank you, guys. Hey, do me a favor. If you ever see something, say something. I'm here for you. I want to make sure that I'm delivering the best possible experience. All right. I would really, really like to talk about KHC today. I would really, really like to talk about that. Victor says, all good for him. Cool. Yeah. Do you remember KHC yesterday? We went through the whole process of when we keep it on, when we take it off, when there's earnings, right? And I said, look, here's the expected move. This giant box right here. Yesterday, uh, we closed at 34.69. And I was like, the expected move is a buck fifty nine or buck fifty something like that. It's it's well past that at this point. It was a four and a half percent expected move, either direction, right? That's why we do this analysis. And as you saw, it was just asking ourselves a few questions, taking ten seconds to calculate it, and we managed to avoid what could have been, you know. A, uh, a loser bigger than we'd want to have. So I was really excited to see that result because I wanted you to see what it looked like. That's the reason why we have our strategy the way that it does, and it breaks it down by each little step. Cool. All right. Now, we've talked about KHC. Let's talk about the market. What is What in the world is going on with the market? All right, here, waiting on the PowerPoint to load up. All right, welcome to the 10-minute trading room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how you take the guesswork out of trading. Today's final thoughts, I'm going to go pretty deep into that too. This is the 10 minutes to freedom strategy that we as 10-minute stock traders use. And the way that we do it is we look at first the S&P 500 moving averages, the market breadth, and then we use our artificial intelligence data from finclub.ai to tell us, hey, is today the right day to get in? Let's take a look. So for the market, we want to see the 10-day under the 20-day with price under the 50-day. When all three of those line up, we have a bearish circumstance. So the blue line is under the black line. Price is under the red line. Good to go. Now, of course, the market's up today. Whatever. It's still a bearish posture. That doesn't mean we're in the next bull market. No, 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 no. It's still a bearish posture. Next, let's go to the MMFI. MMFI is at 44.42%. So that means that four out of 10 stocks are bullish. Six out of 10 stocks are bearish. That's come a lot closer in. And it makes sense because if you're following the 50-day line 
as the market's been getting monkey hammered, that line's getting the hurdle for becoming bullish is getting lower and lower and lower. That's cool. I do think there is a possibility that if we can sustain a few updates, we'll be looking at a new bull market. That's an if, because I have no idea. Right now we're bearish. But if we can start moving up into the 455 range in the SPY, maybe 460, I could see it happening because we're going to have the moving averages cross back over. And then because this is so close to 50%, that's good. We're not going to have to wait a long time to get that 50% move. But what else is there? There's the artificial intelligence data. Today is a yellow day. Now, when we have a bearish setup, bearish market breadth, and anything other than green, that makes today an offensive day. Now, like I was saying just a second ago, it could turn bullish, but right now we have to trade what we're given. The market is the the market trend is down, the market breadth is down, and today's market trajectory is not up. <laughs> I'll put it that way. So because of that, today becomes an offensive day. Now with an offensive day, we start with existing positions. Will we be adding to them? There's a few conditions where we would add to winners or maybe we'll be taking it off. All right, let's take a look. The only guy that we have on right now is GPS. Wow, pretty interesting move today. GPS. Now we're following the five-day moving average. The five-day is the gray line on my chart. We had our risk yesterday at 1611. Today, because our moving average has passed through our stop loss point, we get to move this down. What's the number one thing we do every day? Reduce risk. Reduce risk, reduce risk, reduce risk. So we're actually going to peg that right basically at our entry point. So at this point, the plan will be, you know, If it continues to move down, we will add in this area if and only if it is a complete setup with everything else. If and only if it is a complete setup. If not, then we just hold the one unit and that's okay. Now remember the unit size can vary, but it's always at one unit, okay? If you say it's 10 shares here, 10 contracts, whatever, that's the exact same unit size you put on at every level. That balances things out. All right, so we started with our existing position. And as you saw, nothing to do on it, nothing at all. We pulled in our risk and that was it. So next, let's go into charts. The easiest, fastest, bestest way to do that is to go to the AI chart bearish power scanner and let that bad boy work for a couple seconds. Oh, look at that, GPS passes but it's not to our entry point yet. Two, (laughs) two, and one of them is what we're in already. I'm gonna run it one more time, see what happens. I I can go to the relative strength scanner right now and type in uh, GPS, that's where we're in STZ. That was the other one that pulled through a second ago. GPS sets up here, STZ sets up here. Oh my goodness, we got fast results a minute ago and now it's taking its sweet old time. By the way, I totally forgot that I have all these extra <laughs> buttons on here, like portfolio review, I should I should use this. 
Hey, that's a nice little transition, right? How about new trade setups? I should use this one too. Yeah, way to go, Chris. You got these assets you're not using. I know, I know, I know. All right, this is taking a hot minute. Let's refresh the page. Let's refresh the page. Hey, how about this? If you guys are getting something different, could you let me know? Could you let me know? Sitting here waiting. All right, I'm going to close some tabs so we don't need any more. You know what? While that's running, while that's taking its sweet time, let's scoot over to final thoughts. Okay, this quote, I literally, when I say literally, I mean right before I started the stream, I heard this quote when I was listening to the audiobook version of Trading in the Zone. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. So I quickly Googled it and somebody had already made this incredible picture for it. When the struggle ends, everything becomes easy, right? When the internal struggle ends, everything becomes easy. That's what we talk about on a daily basis. Trading is easy when you have the very small share size, or I should say the very small unit size, whatever that is to you, of that 2% risk. I don't worry about 2% risk. If I put on a trade and I have a dollar in my portfolio and I come out and I still have 98 cents, all right, I'll be okay. We have random outcomes, random winning outcomes, but our losing outcome is fixed no matter what. And when you do that, the internal struggle ends. The trading really does become that much easier. Dudes, I am not seeing much of anything. Luis got a few. He got UA, Roblox, and Walmart. I'm going to add these on here, Luis, for you and for us. UA, RBLX, and Walmart. I'm glad you mentioned Roblox. Roblox just had earnings yesterday, which it got pretty smashed. Okay, GPS was the only one that came through on the charts, for me at least. Um, I know Roblox and... I know Roblox is not in the S&P 500, but that doesn't mean it's a bad bad trade. I don't know about UA. I assume Walmart's in the S&P 500. I don't know why these aren't pulling through. But I tell you, they are pulling all through right now. We'll take a look at them. Um, when this happens, this is okay, all right? When we have a trade or when we have a setup where they had earnings yesterday or today and it's in its move from that, it's okay to trade it. It's just when we're going into earnings, like KHC yesterday, when we're going into earnings where the uncertainty is there, that's when we don't trade it. After the earnings announcement, after the move is made, we're good, we're fine. We're, we're, we're gonna trade it if we can but it's the before that we make our moves. Okay, um, let me copy these. We'll throw them into our other list here and we'll see how it does. Edit. All right. Um, I'm gonna take off KHC because obviously that one's not valid anymore. Give me a second. Okay. Brian is getting just GPS. That's cool. Uh, Brian says, can we look at non-S&P stocks? Oh, yeah, of course. You can. The AI chart bearish power scanner. I'll show you real quick. When you go to market scanner, it makes you pick something to scan. 
So I just have it on the S&P 500. The main reason for that is these are the biggest, most liquid stocks out there. So that helps us a lot in the liquidity front. However, you can choose all kinds of different groups to scan through. Um, I believe there is an S&P 1500. There's a Dow Jones 30, the NASDAQ 100. Yeah, anything like that. You are you can definitely scan all that um, for the sake of time and for the sake of liquidity. That's why I stick with just the S&P 500. Very good question there, Brian. All right, STZ. All right, on a 12-minute chart, Constellation Brands, STZ. What is, oh, okay, Constellation like stars. Okay, I get it. Uh, on the 12-minute, on the intraday, it's looking a little bullish. Let's take a look. Here's the intraday chart. Not a lot bullish, but we do have some moving average crossing over. That's why it's not pulling through on that, Luis. Let's look at UA. Same thing. Same thing. Um, it's all set up except for the intraday. Roblox. Roblox is clean. Roblox is clean. We could go for that one. Let's take a look at Roblox. Yeah, okay. Roblox passes. I'm going to keep this one. Now, keep in mind, our strategy test may not do so great with this because it's pretty new. But, remove all annotations. But, look at this. We actually have a positive back test on the five day or on the 10 day. Let's look at the five day. Yeah, it's a positive back test. The 10 day was 18%. The five day was 0.63%. 10 day moving average. Selling stop. Luis, coming through clutch today, bro. Nice work. Roblox is on our radar. Roblox is on our radar. Uh, we did we look at UA? Yeah, it the intraday is not there. Walmart, the intraday is not there, and it has a negative back test. Okay, so we do have a pass today. Roblox, that's exciting. Like I say, the move has been made after earnings, so we're free and clear to get in. Let's take a look. Roblox. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go through our process here. Uh, we went through charts, went through relative strength, went through back test. And now let's go to liquidity. Hey, come on. You made it. Boom, boom, boom. How are you, sir? 21 days to expiration, 250 plus open interest, less than 50 cent bid ask spread, and less than 20% extrinsic value. Let's take a look. KH. No, that's not. <laughs> We're not in KHC. We're in um, RBLX. Refresh my connection here. All right. Open interest. 23 days. We're good there. This one looks good. Just off the top of my head. This one looks good. Let's go back and forth on a couple option chains. See if there's anything better. Not really there. Let's take a look over here. Oh, there's a lot of liquidity on the March 18th. Let's go there instead. That's 30 days out. That's fine. All right, so I'm looking at currently the 60 strike. Now let's go through our list here. 21 days expiration, we're good there. 250 plus open interest. All of these are multiple thousands. Less than 50 cent bid ask spread. This is 15 cents. 20% or less extrinsic value. This may be an issue for us. Let's look, extrinsic. Maybe, what is 281? I'm focusing on the extrinsic divided by the ask price. We want to divide it by a 930. 
30% extrinsic, okay. Uh, open interest. We could go to the 65. One seventy-five, one seventy-five divided by thirteen twenty-five. That gets us thirteen percent. That's a maybe. That's a maybe. Let's go to the other option chain real quick and look at those strikes. Let's look at the sixty strike on the March eleventh. Two sixteen. No, that's that's definitely not less than twenty percent. That that could be the only one that works. That could be, where was it at? 65, right? All right, 65. Extrinsic was how much? 185 divided by 1325. Extrinsic was 13%. Okay, we can do it. We can do it. It passes everything. In fact, we have to do it because it passes everything. Um, Hang on here real quick. Just making sure I've got... What's the delta? I'm just curious. Really won't change anything. 75 delta. Look at that. I always say it's around 80 delta. That came at 75. Now, this is a lot bigger than what we usually put on as far as the trade price. So I want you to make sure, if you do put this on, to really look at getting the right number of contracts for you. Okay? The right number of contracts, the right number of shares. I've made this as easy as possible by putting it here inside the um, uh, relative strength scanner, the appropriate amount of shares or option sizes that you wanna take. And all you gotta do is just update these values over here. All right, so let's see if we can get filled at the 65. Um, I'm gonna start at 1320. Yeah, this looks clear. 1320. Okay, that worked for just a second. We're going to go up to 1330. Okay, we're in. We're in at, um, just a second here. We're in at 1330. Yep, that's the number. Filled at 1330 for this one. Now, of course, be sure to size that for your portfolio. I can't do that part for you. I can only show you the setup here. And even, yeah, it's down 27% today. That doesn't matter. Could it bounce tomorrow? Absolutely. Could it continue to go down? The trend shows it could continue to go down. Oh, you know what? I messed up. I messed up. I skipped a step in our back test. We found the positive expectancy. We found the best trend line, but I didn't put on, I didn't put on the first and buy, second buy points. I didn't add our, our lines to follow everything. I messed up. You guys witnessed me do a trading error. That's okay. The first and only thing you can do at this point is to take a look immediately to see what you need to do. That's my fault. That's my fault. Stop loss, 5660. Oh, I need to make that orange. Okay. Entry was at... 5308. Isn't that the preference of order? Dude, it is. I messed up. I got too excited. I found the back test. I did all this, but I did not plan the trade. I went in guns a blazing. 
that's why we have our strategy all lined up, all written down. But it doesn't work if you don't follow it. That's on me. All right. Uh, next, that is on me. Let's put on our next two buy points here. Blue. The first one is going to be 4764. I just learned that I could put labels on them. So that's what I'm doing now. And then the second one is 4166. Okay. Now we have this on. Uh, we need to go to our, it was 10 day run. Okay. Now what we want to see is we want to go to 10 candles out, negative 18%. Okay. We're clear. This was the part that I was like, oh no, did I screw up here? All right. Negative 18% on, there it is. 10. Oh, that's five bars. 10 candles. Okay, that's what it would look like. Now, it is just shy of the next buy point here. So, I, like I said, I messed up. Uh, this is still a fine entry. It definitely goes through buy points one, buy point two, but it doesn't quite enter buy point three. So, I messed up within 10 candles. Uh, however, because it is real close to there, I'm going to go ahead and leave it. I'm going to call it happy accident. And, um, you know, worst case scenario, I just get out if it goes against us. And that's how trading goes, right? Hey, remember this? When the internal struggle ends, everything becomes easy. I made a trading mistake today, as you saw. And it happens. I've, Victor, I've told you about this, right? I said, at some point, you're going to see me make a mistake. Now, because this is 99% of how we would have traded it, I went ahead and I'm going to leave it on for now. And I know if it doesn't work, I know exactly where I'm going to get out. So that, actually, this was a, a decently educational stream today. Okay. So like I say, that covers everything. We've already done the final thoughts. Uh, before we head out, do you guys have any anything for me? Is there any concerns, questions, uh, anything like that? I don't usually ask that question. <laughs> but I figured since I messed up today, I thought I would mention it. Victor says, cool. Victor says, cool. Can you get a refund? Hey, man, if you want a refund, just go close that trade real quick. That's your refund. That's what you can do. Sorry, dude. I never said I'm perfect. But if if I if I had followed my strategy to the T, I would have uh, checked myself right there. All right. Now, listen, I can't wreck myself. I cannot wreck myself in this case. The reason I say that is... How much risk am I taking? Three bucks? Three dollars in risk. That's it. From entry point to exit, three dollars is the most risk I'm taking. Luis says, can the backtest program, how do I get, oh, this is Trend Spider. Um, I'm actually glad you mentioned it. Uh, I, today, just put in the 10-minute uh, trading room members area, the link to make sure that if you get Transpider, I'm not saying you have to, I'm just saying that that's what I use, obviously, clearly. Uh, if you use the code 10minute, one zero M-I-N-U-T-E, you get the biggest discount they ever offer, and it's at least 30%. This is not my pitch to you, 
to you at all. You don't have to get it. I'm just telling you, if you get it, this will save you at least 30%. And if they are running a special, because they run specials all the time, if they're running a special that's more than that, the discount will match that point. So, yeah, figured it was worth mentioning. Isaac said, thank you. Good experience today. Cool, man. I'm glad to help. Glad to help for sure. All right. Hey, thank you guys so much for coming today. Um, it happens. You know what? But we follow a plan. And listen, if if for some reason this did not look 99% of what I would have done anyway, I would have immediately closed it right now. And you'd take, you know, three, four, five dollars loss or whatever it is. It's not that big a deal. So there is a great lesson for today. Thank you guys for coming. I hope I can see you over on the Benzinga live stream here in about 18 minutes. And I'll send you an email just a second. Um, letting you know all the Roblox details. Thank you so much for coming to today's trading room. I will see you tomorrow. Good afternoon, traders. Happy February the 18th, the day before my birthday. I know, I know. I'm just, just plugging for happy birthdays there. My assistants who work remote sent me a birthday cake yesterday and I was in total shock. They, they wrote on the, the, uh, the card. They're like, we wanted to be first. So we sent it early and I was like, you guys are so funny, but I tell you what, I have a lot of things that I want to talk about today. I've uh, got a few notes. First off, I would like to apologize because I don't know what happened to yesterday's trading room video. When it went down, like I told you guys, I always watch every day to make sure that everything looks great, sounds right. And if there's an issue, I address it immediately. And like it said processing the entire time. And um, Victor had an issue with it. Uh, 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 Kavan had an issue with it. And so I was like, there's something wrong with this video. So what I did is I, I took it offline and then I downloaded from this platform that I stream from and I just re-uploaded it and it re-uploaded fine. I don't know what happened, but that's where it was. So I sent that second email with yesterday's uh, trading room replay. If you didn't get <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Russian hackers, maybe, I don't know. Uh, Russian, I mean, that's a thing right now, right? There's a lot going on with that. Uh, second, Monday is a holiday in the market. We will not be meeting Monday. So take a nice long three-day weekend and enjoy it. Uh, third, uh, today's episode of the podcast featuring Ryan, Ryan Pierpoint, I think could be one of the one of the best interviews I've had with uh, a successful trader, right? Hang on a second here. Let me, let me find it. I'll put it up for you. If you haven't watched it yet, I would highly, highly, highly recommend that you do. Give me a second here, pulling it up on the other screen. Let me get through this. Uh, oh yeah, Kavan has said right there, your, your podcast with Ryan Pierpoint was that shit on fire. <laughs> yeah, awesome, yeah. Dude, Ryan was... I really, really enjoy talking with Ryan. He and I had a lot of uh, similarities, Kevin, Kavon, sorry, Kavon. You probably picked up on that too. Uh, you just typed that. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. And he talks about, you know how we talk about how trading is a video game where you have negative one, negative one, negative one, and then you hit 20 and it pays for all the small losers. Literally talks about that. So yeah, if you haven't already watched that, make some time this weekend to watch it. Really, really enjoyed um, talking with, uh, Ryan there. Okay. Last thing. Um, Luis, if you are here, I really wanted to call you out. 
I, in a good way. Hang on a second here. I, I want to I wanna do it right. I would like to officially make today's member highlight Luis because he came through clutch the other day with our Roblox trade. Uh, this was not on my list to look at. And if you guys have had a chance to look at the market today, um, you'll see that uh, Roblox is now down eight and a half percent, down over 10% at one point in one day. And I was texting with Victor early this morning and I was saying, you know, it doesn't matter what happens after earnings, right? If if it sets up after earnings, you still take the trade, right? If it was set up down here, 25% down on that day of earnings, you can still take that trade. It doesn't matter how much it moves that day. If it's set up, it's set up, period. And look at that, going to town. So yeah, I would like to really say thank you to Luis for that. And um oh no isaac he's gonna he's gonna watch it donna you are here thanks so much donna for coming today you'll add it to your list for later perfect perfect i my youtube queue list the watch later queue has literally 300 videos so <laughs> i'm always doing that donna uh isaac says bad news he screwed up roblox i didn't realize i put in a sell to open on the put instead of a buy to open oh dude i'm sorry to hear that yeah, it happens. What you what you describe there um, is a uh, is a trading error, and it happens, and it's okay. The best thing that you could do when you see that happen is immediately close the trade, and if you still feel confident in your setup, put it on. And I'm sorry that that happened, man. It definitely has happened to me. I know that for sure. Um, but yeah, Brian just nailed it you only do it once and you got to exit quickly right it may cost you a couple bucks here and there but of course you know that's better than letting the trade not work uh isaac says i was so sad about this uh, but you know what user error it's okay uh brian says thank you luis and luis you did make it today awesome yeah you guys are welcome now luis i really wanted to call you out on this because we've had the discussion in the past about my list for the scanner being the s p 500 and this was not in the S&P 500. This was not on my list of things that I would have even come across. So I got to thinking more about it. And as you know, in our strategy, uh, liquidity trumps all, right? If there's not liquidity, we don't trade. And I got to thinking more about that, Luis, because Roblox was hella liquid. We had no issue with that and we won't have any issues exiting it either. So I did some Googling. And I was like, all right, there's got to be a list somewhere that's the most active options, right? Something that we would trade. And I stumbled across this over on barchart.com, the most active options, and this gets updated every day. And I was like, well, okay, all right. Um, and it shows the first 20 here, but if you create a free account, you can download it. Um, let me see if I can download real quick. Just a moment while I log in. Give me a second here. If you create an account, which is free, and you can download that data. Hang on. Did it download? Sorry, one more, click one more time. There it goes. You can get all 500 of these stocks that are the most liquid right there. I was like, 
these may be more valuable to us than the S&P 500 list because a lot of the times we're getting you know, caught out of a new trade because of liquidity. But if we could focus on the stocks that had the most liquidity already in the options chain, that might save us a step, save us some time. And in the process, it might be able to uh, allow us to make more trades that we wouldn't have otherwise, like Roblox. So here's what I'm going to do for you guys. I want to test this out. I want to test this out because we're not changing strategy. We're just changing the list that we're, that we're executing on. Instead of the list of uh, S&P 500 stocks, which a lot of these are in that, we're going to look at the most active stocks list. Now, to do this is going to require me on my end, you guys don't have to do anything, to take a couple extra steps. And I want to tell you what those steps are. First off, if you go in the 10-minute trading room, you should already have access to the uh, top stocks list. Let me find this. Top stock list. Go go add that to your TrendSpider account real quick. Just click this button right here. Um, inside the top stocks list, I'm going to update that every day. Top stock list. And according to TrendSpider, when I update this, and this is part of the testing that we need to do, right? When I update this, it should port over to your account, but I don't know how fast that is. I don't know if it's immediate. I don't know if you have to refresh the page. I don't know if you have to go in and click this button to make it go back into your, your page and refresh. I'm not sure on that part. But what I'm gonna do for you guys while we test this out is I'm gonna take everything in here. I'm gonna drop it into our top stock list. So you don't have to do anything, I got you. Now, when I run the scanner, instead of choosing the S&P 500 and this drop down right here, I can just change this to the top stock list and hit scan. Now, also, if you have the scanner, this should still port over even with the new top stock list here. So in theory, the steps I'm taking here should update in your account, but I can't confirm that until you guys let me know. So like I say, Luis, I'm really glad you brought up Roblox and it made me think about, hey, where can else can we find uh, something to speed us up and something to make it a little easier and be able to have more liquidity? All those roll together. So Luis, I really wanted to take a minute to, to talk about this new process I want to try over the next couple of weeks and say thank you for bringing Roblox to our attention. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, enough jibber jabber. Let me, let me, you guys are blowing up the comments today, which is awesome. Uh, Luis says, you're welcome. Brian says, you only do it once. Luis says, he ran out of cash for Roblox. Oh, dude, I'm sorry, man. It was still a great trade that you helped us with. And so I, I, I'm exceptionally proud of you for that. Uh, let's see. Isaac says, no worries. Lesson learned. I saw that this morning. That was down almost 300. So sold immediately. Smart guy. As soon as he recognized the trading error, he was out. Once figuring out, it was his user error. Great trade. Great trade, though, Luis. I am incorrectly on the other. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Luis says he wasn't able to trade it. Right, right. Uh, Victor says, already have an account. Okay. Um, Nima, hey, man. Good afternoon. Uh, he wasn't able to get in Roblox, so he entered a bear call spread. Smart. Nima, well done. What I liked about what Nima did was he took the idea of the trade and he swapped around the strikes to make it fit his portfolio. 
that was genius, Nima. I'm really glad you were able to execute that and think about it in that way. Really proud. I am so proud of you, 10-minute traders today. Y'all are coming through awesome. Luis says, how can we chat with the other traders during the day? Sometimes I got an idea. That's how you got Roblox. So we tried, Luis, we tried in the past having a chat room inside of the members area here. Uh, where is this at? Private chat room. And we had people complain because there wasn't activity. And they it was so frustrating because this person signed on in the middle of the night, sends an email to my support team. It's like, look, there's nobody in the trading or, or in the in the chat room. I'm out. And I was like, it's literally four in the morning. You're from Great Britain logging on at four in the morning. You're expecting people to like be having conversation right there. Like it didn't make sense to me. So we had a conversation during one of the trading rooms one day. And I was like, I think really the best way for us is to have the conversations like we're doing right now. So Luis, I'm open to it if we can facilitate that in a way where uh, we maintain control, right? It's not like a Facebook group where anybody can join and it just gets ruined, right? Something that's just for us 10 minute traders. I'm all ears though. Victor says, awesome. Thanks, man. Brian says, where's the top 10 stock list? So if you go inside the trading room, inside the uh, members area, then pop open this button here, eBooks, audio guides, and extra bonuses. Because you know, I love you guys. I give you everything in the world. You'll see the top stock list. Click that. And then this will port it straight into your uh, into your Transpider account, just like the, the power scanner does. All right, all right, all right. Good afternoon, Bob. I appreciate it. Uh, where's the podcast located? You got it, Bob. Check this out. If you go to youtube.com and just type in 10 Minutes Stock Trader, you will come to our channel. And um, then it will be the first one right here that uh, showcases Ryan talking about his 1,551% return in two years. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That is pretty dang awesome. Uh, Luis says, a private WhatsApp, not a bad idea. I just don't know how to do that. <laughs> not to say that we can't, but I just don't know how to do it. He says, we just have to ac accept to join the group. I'll tell you what, I'm going to look more into this because originally we looked at private discords and discord like seems confusing to me. I didn't understand it. I used, maybe I used WhatsApp in the past uh, for a different trading group idea that I had that that um, I really wasn't able to execute successfully like we're doing here. So I'll take a look at it again. Private WhatsApp. Because I would love to text with you guys too, right? Like I said, I was texting with Victor this morning. He and I were uh, uh, chatting over coffee in my Star Wars mug this morning. <laughs> And Bob says he's got it. Isaac says, I think a lot of people want the big chat rooms uh, like Benzing. Uh, yeah, Benzinga, right. Hundreds of people. And maybe that's what the UK guy was wanting. Uh, then he goes on to say, I believe this room will grow and we may have a chat like that. I agree. I hope it grows too, right? Because we can impact more people. In fact, um, if you guys don't know, let me look, pull up Twitter real quick. Penny Lane Blaine. I actually invited her to today's... Um, today's trading room mainly because she had this tweet and it was like, I keep failing and I don't know what to do. And I was like, 
come join us today. Check it out. I don't know if she's going to make it or not, but that was on my mind is, you know what? We need to help as many people understand what's going on. Because right now, like when you look at the market, when you look at the market, tell me that you aren't hearing people screaming. 2022 has been their worst year ever. They don't know what to do, right? We have no stress and haven't had any stress. And that's the way that we trade. It's a stress-free way to trade. You just follow the trend. And if it doesn't work, you get out. I understood what you were saying, Isaac. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, Brian says, WhatsApp is secure. Okay, cool. Brian says, if there's a large room, who will watch over the commentary and prevent people like prevent people leading us down the wrong path when Chris is not in it? That's a decent point, right? You know, we've talked in the past about following the rules. Imagine that UK trader comes in and he's like, oh, you guys, I got a, I got a hot tip, right? And it doesn't fit our plan at all. He's like, Facebook earnings, <laughs> check this out. He's like, Facebook earnings, right? Uh, it's down 25%, so you got to buy it. It's a guaranteed win. And that's not how we trade. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> All right, Brian. That's funny. I like that. Other people are broke. Not trying to hear from them. Dude, yeah, exactly. Brian, that, that, that made me smile. Thank you. All right. So... Let me see if there's anything else on my list. Like I said, I had a lot to cover today. I'm really, really glad we've got a lot of participation to talk about it. Um, we're going to work on playing with the scanner over the next couple of weeks. That doesn't mean I'm going to leave you high and dry. We're going to do this together still. I'm just using a different list. Uh, and then I will update that list each day as we go, which, you know, it, you saw it took me 30 seconds. I can do 30 seconds extra to save us time on the other end going through liquidity. And then uh, Ryan Pierpoint episode. Okay, final reminder, we will not be trading on Monday. It's a holiday. You guys enjoy the extra time off. Lastly, Isaac says, true story. This chat room and my Benzinga example. People are all over the board and spamming. <laughs> Good point, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I love the people at Benzinga. Uh, but, you know, when you have a basically a live chat room, to a hundred plus thousand subscribers and anybody can join from anywhere and say anything, it's a different dynamic. Yeah, we definitely don't wanna have the loss of control. Um, not cause I'm a control freak, just ask my wife, I don't care. I'm, I'm as chill as it comes, bro. <laughs> but because I wanna make sure that we understand this is a process and we're not going to break the process, right? This is a proven time-tested processes that we've learned from the market wizards. All right. Thank you guys for letting me uh, get all that off my chest. We're already 20 minutes deep, but you know what? Let's start at the top, go through our process here, and we'll we'll talk about it the whole way. Okay, you ready? So this is the oh, I, I forgot the 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 transition. Hang on. Uh, where is it at? Where is it at? There it is. You got to have the bumpers so it's like like a real show, right? All right, this is the 10-minute trading room, and this is how we trade in only 10 minutes a day, and this is exactly how we take the guesswork out of trading. Now, like I mentioned earlier, and I wanted to bring it up, put it here right here on the screen, we are going to be testing the top stock list over the next few days, and because of that, 
it's going to look a little different, but the outcome of the process is still exactly the same. Okay, so this is our 10 minutes to freedom strategy. Thank you, Nima, for that. I'll never forget you, Nima, no matter what, because you helped us name that. We start with the market. And with the market, we need to see a few things. We need to see the S&P 500 moving averages, the market breadth, and FinClub, our artificial intelligence data, all lining up to tell us which direction the market is going. And I got to tell you, if this has not been the most stress-free bear market I've ever seen, right? We know that the trend is down because we look at the blue line, which is the 10-day, and that's under the black line, which is the 20-day. And that's under, or the price right now is under the red line, which is the 50-day. No problem. That tells us the market is bearish. Now let's go to MMFI. This is the percent of stocks above their own 50-day moving average. And while this did creep up lately, it's still below 50%. That's our cutoff point to say if it's bullish or bearish. Currently, this continues to be bearish. And wait for it. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, I was a little disappointed. Going through this today, I was I was sure it was going to be either yellow or red. And seeing a green day, I was like, ah, all right, that's okay. What does that tell us, though? When these do not align, we have either a defensive day or a transition day. Now, specifically Isaac, because you came through the other day, we talked about it when I asked, specifically Isaac, what would today be? Today is not an offensive day because everything did not line up. What kind of day would today be? Would it be a defensive day or would today be a transition day? Isaac, I'm going to give you eight seconds. I know there's a delay, so I'm trying to stall. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Today, everybody knows, right? Everybody knows today is a defensive day. Why is today a defensive day? Because we're already in the market. We have three positions on, I think three. Do we have three or more? We have three positions on. And we will not be adding new positions. The difference between a defensive day and a transition day is we're not in the market. Today, we are in the market. Because of that, we have a defensive day. Now, on a defensive day, we start with um, well, basically, we won't be doing any charts looking for any trades. We're going to practice today the, the new list just to make sure everything's working. Um, but we will not be putting on any new trades. Isaac, there it was. I knew there was a delay. I knew you had it. So we're going to look at a couple things. First off, we will absolutely not be adding to winners today because today is a defensive day. Only on offensive days would we look to add to winners. So we can actually skip that part. We're gonna look at, hey, do we need to have an exit point today? Do we need to take an exit? So let's take a look. There's only two exits. One is a trailing stop after our profits are locked in. The other is a stop loss. And this is before our profits are locked in where we're really trying to contain risk. So let's take a look. We'll start at GPS. GPS, we entered into our second position into GPS yesterday at 1454. Our stop loss remains at 1494. Now, the objective here is to keep as much gains from the first one, and if it reverses, have as little losses from the second one. But if the trend continues down, we continue down with it. 
We will not be changing our uh, exit point today because we're following the gray line, which is the five day, and it's currently still above our stop loss. So our stop loss at 1494 remains. Next, let's go to Roblox. Again, if there is a monster sell-off after earnings and the stock still sets up, you take that trade. You take it after earnings, not before. If it happens to have a huge runoff one way or the other and it sets up, the trade is still, still valid. So we put on Roblox yesterday at 53.08. And right now it's down 8.9%. At one point it was down over 10%. Um, but we are following the 10-day trailing stop. Now I'd like to point this out because the 10-day is at $61. Yet our stop loss, which is a half ATR, is at 56. We want to make sure that our 10-day crosses through the stop loss point before we will even talk about moving this down. Okay, because there's still six, five, six dollars of risk between the two points. And we don't want that. We want to keep our risk tight. So once this crosses through, then we'll start moving risk. But until that point, our risk stays at 56.60. Um, also, another point I wanted to bring up here. While this is exciting an exciting down day, right? Because we're short Robux, Roblox. My kids, like, like legitimately, I have spent so much damn money on Roblox. Like sitting here on my desk in front of me are $50 worth of Robux gift cards that one of them is waiting to put into his account. Like, I don't know how much money I've spent on Roblox, but, and then my, my older son, he's been trying to build his own Roblox game. And um, I, I think that's really cool, right? Uh, so I don't have an issue with Roblox fundamentally. I think it's a cool company. I've said it before. I think they have a better chance in the metaverse than Facebook, but the price is going down. That's all that matters. Okay. Uh, what I wanted to say with this is while this is exciting that it's a down day, while this is exciting, it's working for us. Okay. This is not our exit point. This is not our exit point. Our exit point is still 56. I say that because if it reverses and you're all excited and you're going into the weekend, you know, telling people, hey, I'm short Roblox, it's working awesome. And then it reverses on Monday. I don't want you to feel like you've made a mistake. The exit point remains trailing stop. At no point in time ever will you pick the top or pick the bottom. So I want to reiterate that with this trend that it just went through here. At any point in time, you could have said, Oh, I'm a genius. I'm going to get out. As it was at $99. You could have said that day after day after day, after day after day after day. And only at $67 did you actually get your ex exit signal. That's what I'm trying to make sure you understand here, right? This is, if it's a move, it's going to move like this and it's going to move for a while, right? If it's going to move, it could literally go. 25 days where we don't touch it. So as exciting as this is, uh, I would not at this point start counting your profits, right? Don't count your chickens until they're hatched. Okay. Next, Dish Network. Our last trade, we entered this yesterday at 29.71. Uh, this is at 29.02. Also a nice winner. We've got three nice winners on the board right now. And um, we're following the 10-day. The exit point on the 10-day is 30.82, but we don't want that kind of risk. We're down at 30.18.
Now, if you're sizing your trades the same uh, by using this formula here, your profits and your losses should look the same across all three of them. I just want to point that out, right? Even though Roblox is $50, Gap is 15 and Dish is 30 if you're sizing them the same, your, your, your uh, risk is the same no matter what. And the risk is determined by the ATR, right? Um, it can be very small as far as like keeping it tight or the ATR can be very large. But the point is, is that you want to equalize that risk on everything. Okay, cool. So I've been talking a lot today. What I want to do next, because uh, it is a defensive day, we're not going to put on any trades. I want to run through the uh, AI bearish power scanner a couple times. Make sure you guys are getting the same results I am because I want to know how fast this updates because I have literally no idea. So I'm going to pull this here. AI chart bearish power scanner. At the moment, like I said, this is linked to the top stock list. And I think that whole process should port into your account. So let me know if you get something different. Oh, by the way, uh, while that runs... Would you guys mind sharing this link to all of your friends and family? Because as of today, this morning, we now have free copies of the Secret Investing Book live for anybody who wants them. This is our somewhat of a uh, trial run over the weekend, making sure everything works. <laughs> I don't want anything to break before we make this live and public and out to the masses. Um, but this is now available if you go to secretinvestingbook.com. In fact, I'll do it with you right quick. Secretinvestingbook.com should take you here. Uh, or you'll see, oh, sorry. Or you'll see my face jibber jabbering right at you. Tell you how great this book is. And um, the it's $6.54 for shipping. I make literally $0 on this whatsoever. So uh, if you want to share that with people, but only the people you like, they can get a free copy of it today. Just cover six bucks to ship it out. Okay, that should be done running. And let's take a look here. So I got 41 charts, including Dish, that we're already in. Let's see what else. Got a few that we've back tested before, clearly. All right, so the question that I wanna ask on your charts is, can you see, are you getting about 41? Because if you're getting around 41, give or take, that means that it probably is working right. And double check for me that it says, uh, so click market scanner at the top, then, see where it says scan through does it say top stocks list if it does then i think everything has worked if not we may have to work around this uh, but i want to make sure that you guys are seeing the same things that i am so I'll, I'll stall for just a minute let me talk about our final thoughts So Paul Tudor Jones, one of the greatest traders ever, multi-billionaire, says, I am always thinking about losing money. 
as opposed to making money. Don't focus on making money. Focus on protecting what you have. Okay. And, and I'm glad that he said that. Because we could tie this exactly to our Roblox trade, right? Don't focus on the money you're making right now. Focus on the risk that you're taking. Focus on protecting what you have. If this works for us, the profits will be there. That's not an issue. If it doesn't work for us, we need to maintain our losses to as small as possible. And, you know, every trade is unique. Every trade is its own event and circumstance. So even though it does set up, there's no guarantee it's going to work. We can only set it up in the way that it does fit our uh, criteria for a good entry signal. All right. Uh, Brian says confirmed. Awesome. That was easy. Okay, cool. So that means uh, at least for the next couple of weeks, I will go through, I will download this for you guys. You don't have to do anything. I will download it to the top stock list. Then when you run the bearish chart power scanner, the bearish chart power scanner, it should have the brand new fresh hot at the kitchen list that I'm making right here every day. And we should be able to find the most liquid active stocks out there. Perfect. Brian, thanks for confirming that. Um, okay. So thank you guys for coming to today's trading room. Um, as you can tell, we're doing great on these three trades. Uh, and there's no stress in this, right? I think a lot of people right now are really having a hard time understanding what's going on with this market, but not us, right? We're here and I'm here to serve. And I'm glad that we're able to make this work for you. Um, I would just like to mention, number one, we will be off Monday. And number two, uh, definitely go check out Ryan Pierpoint's episode. Is my nose bleeding? Oh, no, it's just the, the hair is just kind of look like a stream of blood out my nose. That was weird. Okay, sorry. Uh, and then uh, we're off Monday. Check out the Ryan Pierpoint episode. And don't tell any of your friends about the secret investing book or secretinvestingbook.com. Okay, thank you guys so much for coming. Have a fantastic weekend. I'm going to be spending the night in the zoo tomorrow night, which is going to be crazy. So I'm excited to, to share more about that on my, uh, Tuesday. On Tuesday. So you guys have a fantastic weekend. Thank you so much for joining us today. We will see you on Tuesday. Good afternoon, traders. Happy February 22nd, 2022. This was a crazy weekend. I, uh, you know... My uh, my plans were to basically have a uh, Boy Scout fest all weekend long. And so Saturday morning, Pinewood Derby. Lunch, we, uh, we went to movie theater. We saw um, Uncharted, which was a lot of fun. Uh, it's one of the movie theaters close to us that you, know, you can eat at. So that was a good old time. Uh, then uh, after lunch, we headed up to the zoo, the Fort Worth Zoo. That was pretty cool. I mean, being able to sleep at the zoo. So they have like educational classrooms there too. And we slept basically in a classroom on the floor. So it was very luxury accommodations. <laughs> but it was still amazing to be able to do that with uh, with my sons and their Boy Scout troop. And I mean, we, we had a, uh, a private, basically a private run of the zoo for two days um, for like 20 of us. So it was it was really special. Super glad we were able to do that. I'll tell you what, a lot is going on with uh, the market right now. I had a consultation with Victor this morning 
and I, I had an actual plan, like nailed down, written down. And I was like, Victor, this is what we're going to do today. And as of right now, I think that plan is just thrown out the window. But at least I fixed my camera, Victor, right? Yeah, that was a hot mess this morning. All right. So I don't want to delay. I want to get into everything today. Well, actually, let me tell you what. I might delay just a smidge because there's a chance that things may reverse, right? In fact, let's go to the market and I'll show you what I'm talking about here. So here's where my head is at. This morning and most of today, we were getting pretty monkey hammered, all right? But right now, it's a decently strong reversal. I drew this orange line on here because I want to watch this level. This is the level that I think if we break, I think we break hard and scary and crash-esque. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't want it to happen. Remember, I don't want things to crash. It's not good for everybody at all. Uh, but if it does, obviously us 10-minute traders can't handle this. So watching that level. Um, but let's do this. Let's go through all of our trading steps here. I want to talk through everything that's going on and give you an idea. Um, so this is the 10-minute trading room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day. And this is exactly how we take the guesswork out of trading. Now, I did go ahead and update our top stock list. Let's talk about that real quick. As I mentioned last week, we're kind of adjusting our list of stocks that we look at from the S&P to uh, this list of the most active stocks. There's still 500 twos from in here. So I did download that. I did upload that to the uh, top stock list that you should have in your account. If you don't have that in your account, go to the 10 minute trading room, open the eBooks, audiobooks, and extra bonuses section and grab the top stocks list. That's what you need right there. So now this should be inside your account and I've updated our power scanner to work on that list rather than the S&P 500. Good afternoon, Victor. Good to see you, man. By the way, Victor's message is the only one I've seen pop through here. If you guys are here, let me know. You got to say hi. I got to say hi back. All right. So let's take a look at the market. This is our 10 minutes to freedom trading strategy. And it starts with the market. If the market's going one direction, everything's going that direction. So how do we establish the market trend? Well, we look at the 10-day and the 20-day moving averages, as well as the 50-day moving average, which the 10-day is the blue line. 20 days, the black line and and 50 day is the red line. So everything is south of there. So we're down. All right. The trend is down. Oh, Isaac's here. Hey, how you doing? Kavon, good to good to fist bump with you, sir. Kavon and I were just texting over on Twitter. Uh, Donna, you're here. Awesome. Okay, cool. Glad to see everybody's here. I'm really concerned about this market right now. Um, but you know what? That's okay. Following the plan. So it's still bearish, right? Let's go to MMFI, the uh, market breadth indicator at 30%. So still one in three stocks is bullish. Two out of three stocks are bearish. That definitely tells us the market is bearish. Next is Fin Club. I got a meeting with them on Thursday, I think. They want to talk about some new stuff. 
Uh, Fin Club's artificial intelligence gave us a yellow day, which as you know, it's, it's green or anything else. So this is an anything else scenario. So that means this is a bearish posture. Now, with a bearish, full bearish posture, everything lines up, that gets us to an offensive day. Now, this is where Victor and I had a long conversation today because I said, all right, all right Victor, here's my plan. I think I'm going to be uh, adding to Roblox. I think I'm going to be adding to GPS. I think I'm going to be adding to Dish. All of them today. That may still happen. But before we do that, I wanted to look at KHC. I saw this the other day and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. We traded KHC short. We traded it from 34.86 and then we got out at 34.69. Took a couple pennies out of it. Wasn't much. Obviously, the trend reversed. We got out of, it, of earnings and this market may be a bear market, but KHC is anything but that. And I just wanted to take a minute and point that out and to show how important it is to respect your risk. Because a trade that, you know, eh, a little winner, no big deal, whatever, it was set up to be bearish, had a humongous reversal. You could never expect that. But because of that, because we killed our risk close, it's not even on our charts as a loser. I wanted to bring that up because I saw that it was up 18% or something crazy like that in the span of four days. Yeah, crazy. All right. Now I've chatted about that. Now on a offensive day, we start with existing positions. I was telling Victor today, doing the easy math right now before we add anything, I'm about 75% in. And I was like, listen, 2% sizing is not 2% of your account, right? If you have a $100,000 account, that doesn't mean your position size is $2,000. That means the most risk you're going to take is that $2,000. The way you get to that position sizing number is by taking your risk number, your account balance multiplied by your risk number, okay? Then you divide it by two times the ATR. Now, of course, that's all math jibble jabble, jibber jabber, as you know. You're just going to the relative strength scanner and it'll tell you what that is. So for example, I just want to do the math for you here so you can know what I'm talking about. Uh, the position size for Chewy, which just happens to be up here. All right. If you have a $10,000, your risk in the trade is 2%. So that would show 26 shares. Okay. So let's do the math. So 26 shares times $42. That's $1,092. So basically 10% of your account. But you're risking only the difference in the current price to your signal price. So you're only risking $5. You're only risking $5, a current to the signal. So $5 times 26 shares is 130 or take some rounding. But that's where the account balance risk comes into account. You're taking the current price to your signal price, that difference there, multiplying that by your share size. That is how you calculate your risk. It's not just 26 times the current price. Okay. So because of that, you can have a pretty large position. You can have a pretty large position on. Like I say, we've got uh, four trades on right now. This is taking up 75% of my account. We have two positions on in GPS. 
Let me do this real quick. We have two positions on NGs. We have one in Roblox and one in Dish. So now these, we need to have a discussion about them. Are we going to add to them? Are we going to take them off? That's the question here. So first, let's look at GPS. I'm going to make this, hopefully, to where you can see it. GPS is three cents off our buy point to add another. And let's look at our criteria here. Only on offensive days. Only at the end of the day. That's so key. Everything is always at the end of the day. Because as you have seen, even things can change a lot. Now, we only want to have this happen when it moves one ATR from entry. And we set this up before we take the trade. 1435 was our third buy point. However, as of this very moment, the 12 minutes are not crossed in the position that we need to go in and add. Let's look at this. So this would not pull through on the scanner. And you would only add one unit if it's 100% set up like new. You're going into this adding position, basically saying, if I had not already had a position on, would this meet all of my criteria to get in right now? That's the question you have to ask yourself. That question cost me $10,000, like not exaggerating. The amount of money I spent fighting this until I realized, oh, if I just set it up like new, that's why I'm so adamant about this. Now, uh, that's why also I'm stalling just a little bit. If we give it 15 minutes, we might just crash back the other way because this did have a big on Biden talking, I guess, uh, but it's kind of given that up. So we're going to wait to add on GPS, maybe in a few minutes. Let's go to Roblox. Okay. Roblox, I had a long discussion with Victor today because my intention was to roll our strike from 65 to 55. We're long the 60 minutes. Hang on, let me pull this up. So we are in RBL. We're in the, hang on, where are we at exactly? March 18th, 65 puts. March 18th, 65 puts. And as I was describing to Victor, we can roll this up into the 55 puts. So we'd have to sell to close the 65, buy to open the 55, and take in, at this point, $8.50 in credit. By doing that, we reduce the amount of risk in the trade we have by a factor of $800 per, per one lot. And then we get to book some of those profits. So because we put it on at, I think it was 1330 minus 8.48, we get to take home $4.82 right now and keep the trade alive. That's pretty cool, right? You can't do that with stock. That's an advanced option strategy. Well, I don't want to do it until I'm ready to roll into our second position. Then I'm just going to buy two and just do it all at once. So Victor, even though we did describe that conversation today, uh, I don't think we're going to be doing it right now because it is at this moment not past our buy point. So now we go to Dish. Dish, again, this was one earlier today I said we will be adding to. We're not going to right now. It's above our buy point. So GPS, the 12 minute, the intraday candles, the intraday chart is not lined up, but it's close. I think we might hear in a few minutes. 
Roblox no longer passed our buy point and the intraday is not lined up for us. Dish no longer passed our buy point and same thing. The dip buyers are coming back. They're coming back. But that's okay. So we started with our existing positions. I, I mean, really, if I wait about 25 minutes, we may be able to put this on still. I'm going to stall. Next, go to charts. So let's run our bearish power scanner. I did update that from the most active stocks list here. So let's run it. So if you go to the AI chart bearish power scanner inside your trend spider, you should see it say top stock list right now. And I day, so hopefully it all gets the same results. Uh, when I ran this a minute ago, we got four. Four on like a mega bearish, we're going to war day. We got four charts. Yeah, the the, the dip is being bought and we're, we're not going to fight that. Not going to fight that. So while that runs, I'm going to change gears just a little bit. Friday, the top three lessons I wish I knew before I started trading. And if you don't learn them, you are guaranteed to fail. That is Friday's webinar. I'm excited about this one. Uh, it is my job to make the titles of these as clickbait as possible so that you guys come, right? This is execution time. That is education time. Oh, Kavan says, I believe there's earnings tomorrow on Dish. No, earnings are on the March 8th. Today's 22nd. We're good. We're good on Dish. Thank you, Kavan. I appreciate you uh, chiming in on that because if it were tomorrow, we'd have a discussion on that. We have 10 charts. All right. So let's do our regular process here. So we're going to clone, pull these out. And then we're going to drop them into Excel with the sole intention of just transposing the direction of them, putting them back into our relative strength scanner. And let's see what pulls through. Let's see. Oh, we got a few. Cool. All right. I'm just going to take off the guys who aren't set up. Copy what's left. Go to our Benzinga list. Drop it there. Now, stocks that we are in right now, I have marked as green. Indexes are yellow. And let's backtest these. That's the next step. We've run our charts. Now we know which ones have the highest relative strength compared to the SPY. Now we're going to backtest. We want to find positive expectancy, positive expectancy combined with the best trend line. So DBX, uh, we are going to do the 10 day first. Hit run. Dropbox, that's what that is. So that's a negative 21%. We will skip that. Sava, Cas Casava Sciences? I don't know. Oh, geez. Yeah, you don't want to trade this one short. This is a negative 94%. Yeah, we definitely don't want to trade that one short. All right, let's go to DE. That's John Deere. Negative 17%. So that's a fail. And finally is YNDX, Yandex. Still negative 21%. I'm kind of not surprised by the fact that all of the ones that we have that passed today uh, not pull through. I want to see what the market's doing. Is the market... See, if you just traded the SPY, it passes our back test. The market's starting to come back in our favor right now. All right. 
I want to do a couple other things real quick. So we won't be adding any pos any new positions. So I'm going to pull these off. There's still a chance we're going to add our existing positions. GPS. Yeah, this is coming back. This is coming back. So we're running the five day here. And let's just take a look at how it looks on the back test. Gorgeous. Looking gorgeous. We're going to give that just a couple of minutes. I think that's going to work out for us. Roblox. We're running on the 10 day. Looking great. Nothing to do. Dish. Run on the 10 day. As you can see, it's doing great. Uh, but still not pulled through. Okay. This is why we wait. This is why we wait till the end of the day. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit. I already said that once today. That That's my idiom of the day. Uh, we're, we're going to shift gears and go to our final thoughts. And then if by the time we finish final thoughts, we do have setups, I'll make those happen right now. This is really good. So this is Yvonne Biagi. Nobody Nobody knows for sure what the future holds. This is true, especially in trading. There's a bullish and a bearish argument for every trade. That's true too. Understand this. You manage your risk and be a responsible market actor. You manage your risk because nobody knows what the future holds. It can be set up all the way down, but as soon as that trade gets put on, it's still 50-50 if it's going to work or not. I spend so much time on trading psychology because I firmly believe that until you understand trading psychology, you'll never be successful. I mean that. Once you can divorce yourself from the fact that this trade should work, this stock should not do this, and just say, okay, it is what it is, and trade along with it, that's when you're going to find success. Absolutely. All right. This is our last go at adding to our positions. If they are not there in the next 60 seconds, we're going to go ahead and assume that they're not going to be there today and we'll look for it tomorrow. In fact, I'll put a clock up so we can see 60, 23, or 236. That's my time, central time, 31. All right, we'll give it 60 seconds here. By the way, have you guys cracked open your... Secret investing book. I want to know. Have you been reading it? What have you learned? I was talking to Victor this morning, kind of explaining the idea. This here is not a trading manual, but it is a way for someone who's never traded before. Someone like me, who's never traded before and wants to get into the market. If somebody handed me this book when I first started trading, I would feel a lot more confident. That's who this is for. And, um, when I was talking to Victor this morning, uh, he really wanted to work on option strategies. And I was like, inside this book, there are five chapters at least talking about options and how they work and how the strategies work. And I was like, this is your homework. Get that read before we meet again. Uh, Luis says, iron condors. Yeah, yeah, iron condors. Now, I don't trade those anymore. And I don't trade those because um, the risk return is not there, right? You're taking. $4 and let's say it's a $5 spread. You're going to take $4 in risk to maybe make one 
And if you get that one wrong, you now have to have four more to get back to break even. I've had real bad experiences with Iron Condors. However, there's always a time and a place for them. There's always a time and a place for every kind of trade. Okay, I think we're going to have it here. Let's take a look at GPS on the intraday chart. Yeah, we're good. All right, this is what I wanted to see. I wanted to see these cross back down. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to add to my position in GPS. I'm making an official call at this very moment. So let me go to GPS so you can follow along. So based on some interactions I had with other people, uh, from now on, I'm going to put my trades on this screen and I'm going to show you on that screen how it works. Because uh, this is an account that um, it has literally $8 in it. And I don't mind showing you live what's happening. But based on the fact that what some of the uh, trading group has said, uh, I feel like this is an appropriate way to continue to deliver the best opportunity to show you what's happening and to also keep my account over there. All right, so we're looking at GPS. Now we already have two positions in GPS. So this is gonna be our third position in GPS. This is gonna be our third position in GPS. So I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna move this down to 1423. I'm gonna mark it green. Third buy point, 1423. And this may go out late today. So I apologize if you're watching the replay of this later on. All right. And so just so you guys can see, the 12 minutes are curling down exactly what we need to see. So I'm feeling very comfortable with putting this on. And let's go through, does everything match, right? Do we have the charts? Yes. Do we have the market? Yes. Do we have the relative strength? Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Does the relative strength match? I'm telling you, you have to treat this as if it were a brand new trade. Type these in while we're waiting. Relative strength does not. Relative strength does not match. Surprised by that, but that's the plan. If it does not match, you do not get in. Change it back to blue. Change this. Okay. So we are not getting <laughs> we are not getting into GPS. And that's why we have our process. That's why it's all written down. Markets are good, charts good, relative strength was not there. Relative strength actually shows that it's growing. The relative strength of GPS is growing in comparison to the spy. And none of these are lighting up actually a setup for entry. Uh, because the relative strength is not there on the relative strength delta. So this one, we'd need to see negative 10. It's at negative nine. This one, we'd need to see at negative 10 and it's at negative five. This one's at positive six. Okay, what does that mean right now? That doesn't, let me freeze that. That means that these are not the most worstest stock. I know I said that wrong. Out of everything out there, these are not the worst. They're bad, but not the worst. They're not bad enough to where I'm comfortable adding it as if it were a brand new trade, but we can leave on what we have. So we are adding to any of them. Uh, okay, so let, uh, Luis, you are mentioning MBT. I appreciate you there, Luis. 
but yeah, we're we're definitely not getting in that one. That it's got a big green bar and it's at the top of that range. So yeah, inside of that, it probably had a really amazing day. Yeah, it's currently still looking very bullish on the intraday chart. Well, let's go ahead and back test it. Let's back test it. Positive, yeah, positive on the 10 day. Positive on the five day. Here's what I'm gonna do, Luis. I am gonna save this one because maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow it'll be there. I appreciate you, dude. All right. Um, in fact, let me mark it blue because this one did pass the back test. That's what we do. Okay, guys. So I gave it all I could. I gave it all she had, Captain. Uh, but yeah, there's there's not gonna be any trades to put on inside of well, I'll tell you what, they're still falling. They're still falling. That's the market right now. Roblox. Rill of strength. I'm going to refresh. I don't think anything's going to change. No, I can't do it. Can't do it. It is not set up relative strength. Back tests are good. We know liquidity is good. Position size, you know, is good. It's just not pulling through on relative strength. So, all right. That's the plan for today. Hey, some days are big days where we get to do a lot. Other days, not so much. Oh man, the market's still falling too. I want to make the trade. I want to make the trade. But none of these are pulling in relative strength. Okay, that's all I can do. You you see me, right? Excited, wanting to get in, but really there's there's not a trade to make. The the only thing you can do on a day like today is uh maintain. Oh, you know what we did forget to do? Do that right now. We didn't reduce our risk. We didn't reduce our risk. Let's go through each of these real quick. All right, GPS. We're on the five-day trailing stop. So we need to move our risk down from 1494 to 1481, 1479. 1479 on GPS. In, still no. <laughs> In Roblox, we need to check this out. All right, so the 10-day is still at 58. Our stop loss is at 56. I'll tell you right now, when we add a second position, because I'm sure we will in Roblox, we then cut it from the 10-day to the five-day. But we're not at that point yet, so there's nothing to do in Roblox. Dish. Dish, we're following the 10-day, same thing. The 10-day has not crossed through our uh, initial stop loss, so our initial stop loss remains at 3019. One last check, no. All right. I've done all we could. Thank you so much for coming to today's 10-Minute Trading Room. I appreciate everybody coming in, uh, checking up. And by the way, how not stressful is this bear market right now? How much sleep are you not losing when everybody else is freaking out, right? Yeah. Victor and I had that discussion just early today, how low stress trading this is. And that is what it's designed to do. You're only going to trade in 10 minutes a day. I mean, today we went long trying to talk through the whole thing, but just nothing came through. So thank you so much for coming today. Have a fantastic afternoon, and I will see you here tomorrow. I better turn the microphone on. Good afternoon, traders. I am looking right now, and I can see that the uh, the text messages are behind. They're being sent out as I just got mine, like right now. So I apologize for that. We need to update those. They usually go out 10 minutes earlier, so I, I apologize there. But welcome to the trading room. I got to tell you, this market is making me as happy as could be. Uh, you know, 
there are times where maybe you might doubt what we're doing. There may be times where you're like, oh, I don't know if this is really a thing. Oh, I don't know if trading is for me. But I got to tell you right now, trading success starts first and foremost in your mind. I can't control that for you. I can only give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. I just got an email from somebody. It was a little bit ugly. And they're like, um, you know, please refund my money. What you're doing, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is useless to me. And I look at that and I'm like, dude, I can't help you. This, this attitude you have right now is the reason why you're not successful. And the reason why you will never be successful in any endeavor until you realize I just gave you a hot giant pile of gold. Yeah, Kavan knows. Kavan and I had a conversation not that long ago. I was, I was, uh, oh yeah. Hey everybody. I saw the, uh, the, 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 uh, text messages are 10 minutes behind today. I'm sorry that that's on our fault. Um, we, we scheduled it wrong, but don't worry. I got you. Uh, Isaac. Hey, hey. Like I say, they're on their way. Donna. Smart using that link. Victor is here. Hello, Victor. Kavon. Boom. I was just talking about you, man. Uh, Victor says he knows. Yeah. Victor knows. <sighs> trying to compose my thoughts here. I don't care. If somebody doesn't want to work with us, like that doesn't bother me, bother me. What I care about is the fact that I am giving them like legitimately world-class information and they don't even know. It's the whole Richard Dennis thing that I talk about on every webinar. I could give you the rules. I could put them on the front page of the Wall Street Journal and nobody's going to follow them. That's why people aren't successful, but not you guys. You guys know. Come on. Going to set up the time. All right. Isaac says, I meant I never get them. I guess I need to add my... Yes. Isaac, email our team. We'll add your number to the account and you'll get the text message. <laughs> that That's part of the thing, man. I'm here for you. And you love what we're doing, dude. I'm so glad. I, like I say, I do this for you. I don't have to do this. But boy, do I get a lot of pleasure being able to work with you guys. So right now, I I wanted to take a couple minutes, talk about what's going on in our portfolio. This is my portfolio as of this very moment, all right? And as you guys know, we had a few tiny losers to start the year. And I know a couple people are saying, this guy just doesn't know what he's doing. Within the span of like a week, shabow. That's how it works. This is how it works. You take small loss, small loss, small loss, and then chapow. Like this doesn't surprise me. When you go into our actual portfolio, hang on a second. 43% gain on what we have open at the moment. Cumulatively, 43% and at least 40% on each one of these. Victor, remember how I told you this is normal? This is normal. 
Hang on, I gotta show y'all a surprise. I gotta show y'all something. This is not me bragging. This is me trying to get you to understand, like, taking small losses is part of the plan. And then when it all clicks together, you take big winners. Way bigger than your losses are. Hang on. But you know who's not getting these big winners? There it is. Are these people who are holding Clove, who are holding Teladoc, who are holding DraftKings, who are holding Robinhood's on here somewhere, 86% down, Space, 85% down, DocuSign, 65% down. That trade ended. That trade had a life cycle and it ended. But there's a large, large swath of people who bought these, felt like geniuses, and now basically everything they own is wrecked. I don't know about you guys, but this bear market here is the least stressful thing in my life. <laughs> that is the way 10-minute trading is supposed to work. We spend less time trading, more time living, and it's all about, all about keeping our losses small and let our winners run out of control. Donna says, thank you, Donna. This is the only trading system that makes sense to me. I have turned off all the other experts. Donna, that gives me goosebumps. Thank you. This is not like my brainchild, right? This is not me coming up with some fancy new indicator. This is not me trying to like sell you something that's snake oil that's not going to work at the end of the week, right? This, These are legit time-tested principles that were taught to me literally by the market wizards. And I wrote them down. And I said, oh shit, this is how it works. Yeah. The day that Steve Burns says, said to me, hey, I used to trade that way. And then I realized I wanted to make money. I know y'all know that story, but that was the day when I was like, ooh, I should shut my face and listen. Or the day when Mark's, Mark Minervini, he said to me, this is why your trades suck. It's like, oh, I need to shut up and listen. <laughs> but yeah, this is like, I mean, this is how it works. And Donna, I'm so glad that it really clicks with you. Because to me, it just, it's easy. It's its all psychological. Because, hey, you know what? We got these big winners on right now. What do you do with them? You just let them run. At some point, they'll stop and then you take them off. But other people right now are like, <gasps> I'm losing everything. No. <laughs> Kavan said, as I choke to death, give me a second here. I'm going to mute.
it was me. It was me. That's that's the fun of live, right? Thank you guys. Thank you guys. By the way, it got you all to say hi. It got you all to say hi. Luis, I didn't even know you're here. Nima, I didn't even know you were here. Can you guys hear me now? Just hit a one in the chat or something like that. Okay, okay, you can hear me now. Yeah, it was totally me. I tried not to choke and I put it on mute and then I ended up choking and I choked on the live stream. Yeah, double choke. I was trying to tell you guys a story. It's icing here. I don't know why we're having all these ice storms. And um, when I exercise, I go, uh, I, I do what's called rucking, which is where you you wear a weighted vest and um, that burns twice as many calories as you're out walking. So I, I went out for a walk out my front door. I'm like, you know, I'm a tough guy, right? Tough guy thinking, hey, I can go for a walk out in the freezing. And I'm walking and I got my, my puffy jacket on and uh, the the ice is hitting me and I can literally see it accumulating on the jacket I'm wearing. And I'm like, no, nah, I got this. No big deal. And I'm walking and uh, yeah, I slip and fell and bust, bust it on the concrete. And I was like, mm, okay, I should probably turn around and go back home now. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's my funny story of the day. All right. And glad you guys can hear me. Uh, by the way, way to go everybody for showing up today. Uh, but no, it wasn't you, Brian. It was me, Brian. Thank you. I know there's a delay. Sorry, guys. Sorry. All right. Donna says we're all good now. All right. All right. All right. So with that ridiculous story out of the way, let's get into our market analysis. Okay. we got a lot to talk about, a lot to see what's going on. And I do have a surprise for you. You're going to be a little disappointed. It's not a good surprise. It's not a good surprise. Oh, hang on. My dramatic effect was kind of lost there. Somebody call Fin Club and tell them today should be a red day. That's the surprise. I was surprised by this. All right. Welcome to the 10-Minute Trading Room. This is how to trade in 10 minutes a day, and this is exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. And, oh, Isaac, yeah. That's a cute story about being cold. Yeah, you know, Alaska and all. <laughs> yeah, 20 degrees. I'm sure that's like the middle of summer for you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Texas boy, man. I don't know what I'm doing. This is our 10 minutes to 10 minutes to freedom trading strategy named by my friend Nima. And with this strategy, we start at the top and we look at the market. Now, with the market, it needs to have three things for us to decide which direction it's going to go. We need to have the S&P 500 moving averages, the MMFI, which is the market breadth, and finally, FinClub, our artificial intelligence data all lining up together to show us which direction it's going to go. Now, as I already mentioned, FinClub says it's green, so today will not be an offensive day, but we can still talk about what's going on. Uh, let's go back to the SPY. Uh, as you can see here, the blue line, which is the 10-day, is under the black line, which is the 20-day, and price is under the, the red line, which is the 50-day. All of this lines up to be a very bearish posture. Now, yesterday, I think I mentioned it yesterday, I said, if the S&P breaks this line, which we've held since October, I think it might be all, ha all hands on deck here. And at the moment, we are broken through that line. Uh, reason I say that is because it was defended here, it was defended here, and it was defended yesterday until now. It's it's gone. And I think that we may... Look, I could be wrong. I want to be wrong. I don't want the market to crash. But I think we may be looking at a possible crash scenario here. I hope I'm wrong but I might not be. Next, let's look at market breadth. We're down to 28%. So 
So three out of every four stocks are bearish right now. That's great if you want to have a bearish setup. And then today, like I say, a green day, mainly I would bet because it was up early. And then now it's coming back down. Uh, so we we will be looking at that uh, tomorrow. By the way, I want to I want to call out Luis again. Luis, MBT. That was a Luis pick from yesterday. Um, down 10% today. Good, good pick on that, Luis. Now, I will tell you, this one would not be on my radar because I need to see at least $15 in a stock. At $6, this gets into penny stock territory and penny stocks are not, not my forte. However, still a great pick, man. Good call on that. Uh, Brian says, what line is that? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, what line is uh, what I drew on here? Uh, that's literally just a line I saw that was being defended. 427, let's call it 427.50. Let me round that up. 427.50. I don't know what's going on there, but that's been a, a point of contention right there. But it's broken right now, and I don't know where it's going. Luis says, yes. Yeah, dude. Nice pick. All right, because today is the yellow line floor. I got gotcha. you. 427.50. 427.50. Because today is a defensive day, we are already in the market, but not adding new positions, right? If it if FinClub had been green, or had not been green, I should say, we'd be looking to add, and starting with existing positions today, is a defensive day. We're already in the market, but not adding anything. All right, now, let's take a look. Because we are in a defensive day, we will not add to winners, but we would exit trades. Where is that at? Now the exit points, well, there's only two exit points. You're trailing stop when profits are locked in or your stop loss. Okay. Let's take a look at where we're at on each of our positions here. GPS. Now we're following the five day moving average. As you can see here, it is outperforming that back test looking amazing. And I know it's a little bit busy with our drawing. So let's just talk about this here. Our original entry point was at 1585. Following the five day, crossed well below there. Uh, it crossed our second entry point, which we added at 1454. Uh, it did yesterday cross our third entry point, but yesterday was a defensive day. Today is a defensive day. So we don't add on defensive days. Now we will pull in our risk. Number one thing we do every single day is reduce risk, reduce risk, reduce risk, and reduce risk. So the way we do that today is we're following the gray line. That's our five day. We're going to move our stop down from 1479 to 1439. Now, if you're reading this the way that I am, that means we are locking in profits from our first position and locking in profits from our second position. Keep in mind, anything can happen. That is where we would exit, okay? That's a great spot. I like that a lot. But we're not trying to catch the bottom here. We're trying to let the trend tell us where it's going to go. At the point right now, we don't know where it's going to stop, so we're just going to follow it. Good trade in GPS. Let's look at Roblox. Roblox. Now, same thing yesterday. It crossed through our second buy point, but we did not add because at the end of the day, it was not set up. Next, um the uh today <clears throat> excuse me today it is through our uh second buy point however today's a defensive day defensive days we don't add 
it might work out tomorrow, but today, defensive day, we don't add to it. So we will pull down our risk. So we're following the 10 day. The 10 day is just right now crossing through our stop loss. Now I know what you're thinking right now, Chris, geez, that's so far away. And it is, it is right. But imagine, imagine we have this kind of scenario again. Okay. It crossed the 10 day at December 27th and did not cross back until February 9th from 104 to 67. We could be seeing that again. So we got to give the trade room to run. When we add a second position here, we will pull that risk down as well from the 10-day to the 5-day. Andrew, you made it. Dude, I have missed you for the last two weeks. I'm glad you made it today, bud. Uh, next, we're going to look at DISH. All right, so DISH Network here, we're following the 10-day, and it is now past our initial stop loss so we will pull that risk in to from 3021 down to 2993 andrew asks is it too late to get in roblox today is a defensive day andrew however the way that it works when we add to positions is the position must be a hundred percent up a hundred percent setup as if it we, we were putting in brand new so not today potentially tomorrow now i i mentioned that because we would be looking to get in potentially tomorrow because today's a defensive day even though it has crossed through our second buy point so hey that that's a note for everybody right if you miss a trade it's okay it is okay if the setup is there for the second time for the second buy it's just as good as the original that's how i look at it Michael Beeson. Hey, man, you made it. It is crazy here, right? My wife's still at school. As you guys know, she's a teacher. And uh, thankfully, she has a uh, a nice big four-wheel drive Lexus SUV. So she'll be fine getting home. But yeah, my ass fell down on the concrete outside. <laughs> uh, Brian says, what do we do if the puts expire before the trade ends? That's a really good question, Brian. We roll them. We're not an issue of that, are we? Hang on. These puts expire 23 days on DISH, 9 days in GPS, 23 days in Roblox. It's not an issue right now. I don't I don't expect that to be an issue. Uh, but it's a really, really good question. What we do is we just roll out. We'll roll keeping the same strike onto a uh, further out option contract, but it has to be liquid. Has to be liquid. Has to be liquid. Andrew says, gotcha, thanks. All right, got you back, bro. Luis says, uh, I'll try to find out. Hey, that was a good trade. And like I said, Luis, we're using now that new list that uh, has the most liquid names and Roblox is on that list. So we would have found it today. So yeah, good one, man. Michael says, early release. Man, nobody likes early, early release more than the educators. The kids don't care as much as the, the teachers do. So everybody, here's where we're at. Going back to the trading plan here. Because today is a defensive day, uh, even though the market's set up, we're not even going to look at charts, relative strength, backtest, or liquidity. Uh, will we be exiting? Nah, these are strong trades. Everything is looking good. We got at least one with profits locked in in GPS, Roblox. Um, listen, I, I'm antsy and I, I'm anxious to get in. I wish today it was a red day in Fin Club, but it's not. So we just got to take what we're given. And... Uh, Watch out for spy. 
Watch out. That level 427.50 was violated aggressively today. And um, here, here's where I want to make a correlation, and then we'll move on. I want to make a correlation to the COVID crash right here. This uh, green circle. The only correlation I'm trying to make right now is there was a time when we saw a bounce, and we've been looking at that this week. And once that bounce was no longer defended, it was all, all hands on deck. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm not predicting it's going to happen, but I am a little bit worried that we could see that happening. And here's something ugly. I heard someone say the other day that they're trying to fight inflation by crashing the market. Hang on. Who the F wants that? Cool your jets, dude. All right. Jerome Powell or Biden or whoever else is out there. We don't need no market crashes. Okay. We don't need that. But as 10 minute traders, we know what to do. All right, so that's everything today, right? We went through our portfolio. We know that we got some awesome trades on. We talked about how like that's normal, taking small loss, small loss, small loss, and then having a bunch of gains all at once, that's normal. And um, what I wanna do right now is head into our final thoughts. I know this is not clear. I really was trying hard to find the clearest image of this quote by Mark Douglas before I busted my ass on the sidewalk outside. I heard him say this on, on my headphones, uh, listening to the audiobook from Trading in the Zone. Why do casinos make consistent money on an event that has a random outcome? Well, because they know that over a series of events, the odds are in their favor. They also know that to realize the benefits of the favorable odds, they have to participate in every event. Let's break that down. Let's break that down. Why do casinos make consistent money on an event that has a random outcome? The distribution of wins to losses is unknown, is uncertain, is unclear, right? Here's the standard deviation, the distribution of our trades this year, right? We got a couple losers. We got a couple winners. We don't know when we're going to get these. But why do they make consistent money on an event that has a random outcome? Because they know that over a series of events, the odds are in their favor. Give me a second here. I want to show you something. I think it's in the trading room. I think it's in the trading room. 172% realized return last year. Most of it came in the first quarter. And then as you've been watching, you just take little losses, little losses, little losses until it doesn't work. And then you just hang out. That was our results last year. I'm hoping we get more of that this year, of course, following the same strategy. But we took 206 trades. So far this year, we've taken 12, right? That is Mark's point as well, is over a series of events, over 12 trades, anything can happen. Over 206 trades, you should see a pretty clear uh, event, pretty clear statistical edge play out. And they also realize that they have to participate in every event. Now, I know I've said that at least 25 times while we're in the trading room, and that's if 
something passes all the way through the trading model, you have to take the trade. You must. Because it will invalidate the trade, the whole trading model, if you just let one go by. If you say, oh, you know what? I really care about this trade. I'll wait till the next one. Or I'm so excited about this trade. I don't know what to do. So I'm going to lever everything into this one. Both of those are not how it works. Both of those situations break the trading model. That's why specifically it's all the way through here. And then you have to calculate the right position size. Everything we do is step-by-step -step methodical. And it's all in your head if you're going to be successful. All right, everybody. That concludes today's 10-Minute Trading Room. Thank you so much for joining us today live. Thank you, Nima. Thank you, uh, Andrew and Donna and Luis and Brian and uh, Michael and Isaac and Victor. I think I got everybody. If I missed you, Kavon, thank you guys for so much for coming today. I will be on Benzinga here in a hot minute. I'm going to go do my hair. <laughs> And uh, take out my trend spider hat, try to look a little nicer. Uh, if you guys want to come hang with us over on the Benzinga YouTube channel, that would be awesome. Um, and really big news I'm about to ink an exclusive deal for the podcast, which I'm really excited about. Uh, probably we'll tell you more about that in the next coming days, but there's, there's some really cool stuff in the works. Thank you guys so much for coming today. I will see you hopefully over on Benzinga. And if not, I'll see you here tomorrow. Have a great day. Good afternoon, traders. What a day. What an astounding day. The market this morning, before the market opened, was down over 2%. All of our stocks were down mega huge, which was good for us because we're short. And then I'm looking at the market right now. Everything's up all of a sudden, right? That right there. Let's look at this chart instead. That right there, that big old green bar, is why we have a plan. That's why in our 10 minutes to freedom trading strategy, make sure I got it here. That's why in our 10 minutes to freedom trading trading strategy, we have it step by step by step. We weren't caught on the wrong side of this move today, Isaac. Thank goodness. But you know what? We might make a move today. We will see. Glad you made it, Isaac. If you're here watching live, please say hello. You know, it's always important to be able to communicate and interact with you guys. Um, real quick, right quick, uh, don't forget tomorrow we have our bi-weekly webinar. This one is the top three lessons I wish I knew before I started trading. If you don't learn them, you are guaranteed to fail. Without a doubt, you will fail. Now, we're covering three points here. Number one, lessons from a billionaire. If you do this in trading, it just has to work. Number two, if you don't, wait a minute, no, 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 I, I said it wrong. You don't have to trade all day. Just look at these two lines. You guys know what they are. And number three, how you can avoid my $10,000 trading mistake. And that is not a typo. So yeah, Michael, if you can make it tomorrow, I hope you can. It is at, at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 8 a.m. Central time. But don't worry. If you can't make it, that's all right. I got you. Uh, it will be live on the YouTubes throughout the weekend. And then after that, you can always get to all of our live trainings that we do special for our members inside of the 10-Minute Trading Room member area. 
you just go to members only live trading, training. I get trading and training always tongue tied. And then you'll have them all right there, including the slides and the video and everything you're going to need. So no worries. I got you. Looking forward to seeing you guys. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Looking forward to seeing you guys bright and early tomorrow morning. And of course, we're going to have a webinar challenge. Of course we are. If you guys, uh, I tell you what, here's a little sneak preview. If you tell you what, there's a little sneak preview. If you can make it, that would be awesome. The webinar challenge this weekend has always been and will always be. I will send you one of these bull market shirts. And if you've already got one, come on, I'll send you a different one. I'll figure it out. I will send you a 10 minute stock trader shirt as my token of appreciation for having five of your friends come join us live. Five people that you know that want to learn how to trade, get them to come live, get them to participate. The only rules are you need five friends to come and they each need to just say, hey, Kavan sent me. Hey, Isaac sent me. Hey, Michael sent me. Hey, whomever sent me. I keep a list as we go. And like I say, it fosters such a better environment with more people asking more questions and helping everybody all at the same time. So looking forward to that tomorrow. Um, uh, okay. I mentioned, I teased it yesterday. We are in talks. Nothing's inked yet, but I think we might ink it tomorrow or today. I don't know yet. This has been a busy day. I've been in two meetings already today. I have two more meetings after this. It's it's quite busy. There is a very good chance that our podcast is going to be an exclusive deal with sharevision.com. I've mentioned this once before, I think, uh, but we were coming up to terms for an exclusive deal, which I'm really excited about because their objective with this is to make this the home for traders. Like everybody who's on YouTube who does trading content, they're trying to get everybody here. So they're going out, they're trying to meet with content creators. And um, part of my deal, I was like, listen, they were they were offering all these terms, right? They're like, we'll give you 50 cents a subscriber. We'll pay you 50 bucks for every live stream you do, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, keep your money. I don't need the money. You guys know that. I, 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 don't, I don't need the money. What I want is to help people. And I was like, the way that we can do this in the best way possible, put our content right here on the homepage every day for 48 hours. Every time we upload, give us 48 hours here on the homepage. That will re reach the most people. That will do the biggest difference. And that's what I'm looking for. So yeah, super excited. Super, super excited. Uh, but like I say, but it's not inked yet, but I've been meeting with their uh, their CEO, Amit, and a really good guy. Uh, he's very excited about the whole project too. Uh, Andrew, good afternoon, sir. Glad you made it. Hey, Chris, everyone, let's spin the 10 minute to freedom wheel and see where it lands. I like that. I like that. Actually, uh, working on the webinar for tomorrow, um, I was thinking about this slide in particular, and I was calling it the wheel myself. So yeah, funny you mentioned that, Andrew. Uh, Brian made it. Awesome, dude. Uh, Isaac says, wow, man, it's smart. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, it's not about the money. It never has been about the money. Trust me. It, when I say it never has been, this podcast costs me at least between Rudy's time and April's time. So Rudy does all my editing. April does all my media coordinating. Uh, we're talking four figures a month. Easy. That's what it costs me to run the podcast. It's not about the money. It's about what I can do to help people. All right. 
Speaking of helping people, let's start spinning that wheel, Andrew. Let's take a look at the market today. Welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how we take the guesswork out of trading. Now, I have already updated our uh, watch list today on the top stocks list. Like I said, we're trying this out for a couple of weeks, seeing how it goes. We're already taking care of that. You don't have to do anything. It should auto update over to your account. Now, um, we don't have to talk about this. You guys know the rules. You got to have consistency and discipline. But with the 10 minutes to freedom trading strategy, we start with the market. We let the market tell us where it's going to go. All we have to do is follow along. Now, the way the market trend is established, it's with three components. First is the S&P 500 moving averages. Second is the MMFI market breadth. And third is FinClub, our artificial intelligence data. So let's take a look at all three of those and see what they say today. First, we'll go, here's my background. Hang on. That was my wallpaper. All right. First, we go to the S&P 500. And let me change up my moving average lines here. So I got the 10, I got the 5, and I got the 50. That's all we need at this time. So the 10-day, oh, hang on. I did that wrong. I'm sorry. The 10 and the 20. Get your mouth right, Chris. Sorry. All right. So the 10-day is the blue line. The 20-day is the black line. And price on the 50-day is the red line. So all we got to do is see everything below that point. We're good to go. No issues. Next, today is a crazy day. I mean, the the move today is up from the low to now, up three and a half, three and a third percent. That's that's a huge move in the SPY. That doesn't mean that this bearish move is over. Not at all. Let's take a look at the MMFI. Uh, MMFI continues to weaken. The market's bouncing, you know, this all over the place right now. But MMFI continues to weaken. We're down to 24% of stocks above their own 50-day moving average. Uh, Isaac says, no rush. I hope you may give your opinion on our thoughts on FinClub Green yesterday, down today with the market ripping up. I Honestly, like it, it didn't surprise me yesterday, right? The market was up early and it was green and their, their target picks hit, Isaac. And today it's red when the market was down strong. It's just part of the game. But to me, still, like this definitely continues to signal a, uh, a bearish trend. If you remember, I don't I don't remember the date, but I do remember there was a point in time where the, the charts were lined up bearish, MMFI was lined up bearish, and Fin Club gave us three or four green days in a row, which at the time was frustrating. And then we saw it was something, it was, uh, I feel like it was around this red period here, maybe before that. Uh, maybe this red period here. I don't I don't remember exactly, but it was like, whoa, that cup is out of that move. So yeah, it we use it to our advantage, Isaac. That's what I say. And honestly, the people who coded it are way smarter than I am. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when all three of these conditions line up, that gives us a offensive day. Yesterday was a defensive day. Today is an offensive day. On offensive days, we start with existing positions and we start with them to say, will we be adding to those existing positions? Because I, at this moment in time, I literally don't know. So the way that we add to winners is on offensive days only, only at the end of the day, and only if price has moved one ATR from our entry point. Isaac says, just learning and watching. You're welcome, dude. 
no problem. No problem at all. All right, let's take a look here at GPS. So GPS had a monster rip roar and up day, up 5%. But you know what? That's all right. We have been reducing our risk every day in this trade. The risk, we're even pulling it down right now. So we're following the five day. So let me clean up the charts here. So we're just looking at the five day. Maybe that'll help make it a little bit easier to see. So the only moving average line on here is the five day. And as you know, we started way up here and we've moved our trailing stop as far down as we could. And it's at 1439 as of yesterday. I'm going to move it today to be at 1435. So we have two positions on in GPS. Will we be looking to add a third one? Uh, the answer would be only if it's offensive and only if it moves one ATR, which is good. But you can add one unit only if it's 100% set up like new. That, that answer is no, for sure no. A couple things. We have earnings report, within which we need to talk about that in a minute. Earnings report in the next week. So that's coming off. So that's not going to be a good setup here. And on the 12-minute intraday charts, uh, it's currently bullish toward the end of the day. Take a look at that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not going to fight that trend. But what we are going to do is continue to keep our risk tight. We've moved our stop loss or really trailing stops, no longer stop loss at this point to 1434. At this point, we have locked in gains on the first position. We've locked in some gains on the second. And if this reverses, we'll hold it all the way as long as we can. Nothing to do in GPS. Still looks like a great trade to me. Roblox. Okay. Andrew, this is why we wait until it's 100% set up like new. 100%, right? Roblox has been a fantastic winner for us, but on a day like today, right? We don't know, but we did follow the rules yesterday. And because of that, we didn't add the trade. Think of it this way, right? If we had added a trade yesterday, there is a chance as of right now, we'd be out, but we're not. And we can continue to run it. There's no issues here. The only thing we need to do today is move our trailing stop down, finally, from 56.60, down to 55.07, just following the 10 day here. Now, if this reverses and we have another offensive day tomorrow and it goes back down, we'll be looking to add. But as of right now, we still have the one position in Roblox continuing to work, nothing to do. Next, Dish Network. Listen, I don't know what happened with TrendSpider because somebody in the in the, the trading room, uh, by the way, Kavan, I didn't fist bump you back, I'm sorry. I think it was Kavan. Uh, somebody said, "Hey, there's there's dish earnings this week." And I looked, I looked on the chart. You guys saw me do it, and I said, "No, there's no dish earnings for another week or so." Okay, I was wrong. Trendspider had bad data on here, which obviously they fixed because now it shows the earnings are today. Um, that happens sometimes, right? We can only trade with what we're given, and if we had followed that, we probably would have gotten out. I have no idea what the expected move was, so I can't even do the analysis to tell you if we would have. But all we can do is trade with what we have. So looking at this right now, we're going to hold it because our 10-day trailing stop has not been breached. So all we're going to do at the moment is move it down, our risk from 29.98 down to basically break even. In fact, let's go ahead and do that. I'm going to move it two pennies off of break even, which is five cents off the 10-day. So at this point, we're going to go ahead and say that Dish Network, we're locking in profits. But of course, anything can happen. But 
our trailing stop is now above our entry point. That was good. Kavan said he was using trading view and saw that. You know what? If you guys ever see something that contradicts what I say, please let me know. You were right, dude. You were totally right. I'll take one extra. I will look at mine, see if it matches, but I'll do it one better. And I will look one other place to see what could have happened. So that's part of trading, right? Just how it goes. Now we've gone through, we've looked at all our existing positions and there's nothing to do with these. They're okay. So let's go now to the charts. Let's run our AI bearish power scanner using our new top stock list. And uh, let's take a look to see what we can find. I managed to remember to click the bumper today. I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> okay, so this list here is coming from the most active options list over from bar chart. Instead of using the S&P 500, we're trying to find out what are the most liquid options today. There's 500 stocks in that list and we got two back. So as you guys know, intraday matters. At the end of the day, what is it doing? Is it gonna close bullish or bearish? We want it to be in our direction. So we want it to be bearish. Now, CL, Colgate, Palmolive, and MRK, Merck are the only two that pass. So it's really easy. We can go from the charts, which has all this criteria built into it. So easy, as you know, to run the scanner. And we can go to relative strength. And the relative strength is we want to find out compared to the S&P 500, what has a worse setup right now. And really, if the S&P is up and these are down, there's a good chance that these will show relative strength being strong. So let me type them in because there's only two. Let's see what we got. I never expected this uh, sharp reversal today. Not at all. Maybe you did. I don't know. But I'm very, very surprised by that. Okay. Both CL and MRK uh, numbers-wise look like they're set up, but something in there, something in them is not set up. Let me take a look. Let me add my lines back on the chart and see what I can find here. And 200. Okay. Oh, I think I know what it is because this is so close to the third Keltner channel. I think my math and Trinspider's math can, yeah, that's what it is. My math and Trinspider's math can sometimes be a little different, uh, mainly because I think they have better data. But, um, you know, I'm pulling from Google. They're pulling from somewhere else. And sometimes there can be a little discrepancy. That's why right now it's not showing on my screen versus showing on their screen. Um, so for me, I'm going to go ahead and play it safe. And I'm not going to add any positions today because they don't pass. Now, the third Keltner channel, let's talk about that. That is one of our exclusions here in the uh, trading room. Now, I, it's two Keltner channels going up and three Keltner channels going down. Because as you know, Keltner channels can move faster. Or, no, I'm sorry. Price can move faster going down than going up. Because of that, we give it a little bit more room to breathe. Now, a Keltner channel is one ATR, one average true range over or below the 20-day uh, exponential moving average. So we're saying, is price three average true ranges below the 20 day. If it is, that's considered an oversold point. And we're not here to try and contrarian trend. We're just trying to find out what is trending in one way or the other that's fully set up and rolling with it. Uh, Victor says he's got Duke. Cool. Let's take a look at Duke. 
And if you guys ever see anything, let's pull it up. Let me know. Dropping it in here, Victor. Thank you so much for that. Let's see. Vic yeah, coming through. Victor, Duke, set up for entry. Let's take a look. Uh, go over here. Duke may be one of those that was not on the... In fact, I'll go one step further for you guys. I'm going to go into the AR chart bearish power scanner. Change it from their top stock list over to the S&P 500. If I can find it real quick. Maybe I can type it. S&P. Yeah, there it is. Let's see. I know Duke is on that list. So let's see what pulls through here. Let's see what pulls through here. There's Merck again. And CL. Same ones. Surprise. Okay. No worries. Uh, what we're going to do, though, since, Victor, you did see that one, it does look like it's pulling through. Everything on my end, uh, it's the 12-minute. That's what it is. That's why it didn't pull through over here. Like I say, we got to make sure the intraday chart is also pointing bearish. Um, nothing we can do about that. But let's do this. Put it back to daily. Go back to our original list. Yeah. This market's up 1% now. Q's are up 3% when they were down like 3% earlier today. This market's crazy. I think the safest thing to do right now is to follow our plan, which is to not do anything at the moment, right? We don't have anything that's going to pass through. So that's the plan for right now. Following our strategy, seeing that nothing has passed through, totally fine, and that happens. And kind of waiting with bated breath because I, I think they're they're... I really think that this is uh I think this is the 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 washout. Um in fact, where's where did spy go? Hang on. Uh, I I don't know if it's going to cross over this level um that we mentioned yesterday 42750. That's the one I was saying that was being defended. Rule of thumb for traders. Uh what was support becomes resistance. I'm not a huge believer in support and resistance. I like trend lines. It makes more sense to me. But we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm a little bit anxious on this point. So, okay. No trades to make, but you know what we can do? We can have our final thoughts. Let's get into it. All right. So before we get too deep in the final thoughts, be sure you make time You've got these in the emails that we send every day. You've got the link straight over to it, so you don't have to go register. But be sure to come tomorrow, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, to meet us for the webinar. Remember, this is execution time, where we do every day. The webinars are education time, where we really cement why we do what we do. All right, so this is Stephen Goldstein on Twitter. He and I chatted once before. I never actually got a chance to have him on the inter on the podcast interviews. Uh, he also has his own podcast called the Alpha Mind Podcast. We just haven't really connected, but I liked what he put on here, right? You and your trading is first and foremost a business. That's how we run the show here, right? Every business has a purpose. Our purpose is to make as much money as possible in every trade and to lose as much money in every trade that doesn't work. Or <laughs> lose as little money. I said as much, lose as little money as possible in every trade that doesn't work and make as much money as possible in every trade that does work. Then the strategy, then a strategy to achieve that purpose. Um, yeah. Have the strategy to achieve the goal, right? Then tactics, right? Step-by-step -step tactics to help us carry out that strategy, 
and an approach to managing your risk, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if all this works. If you put on the wrong position size and you YOLO into a trade and blow out, the model's invalidated, right? Have an approach to manage your risk and your resources. Keep a business focus on your trading. That's what we do all day, every day. And uh, Luis pulled through a GE. I'm going to, I'll back test it for you, Luis. But right now I basically shut everything down for trading. Uh, but I will take a look at it for you. Oh, yeah, we had GE, remember? Um, GE does not pass on the intraday chart. GE does not pass on the intraday chart. By the way, I leave all my notes on here like this. And then if you go to this little camera button here, you can get a link. And then I go into my trading journal, copy. I go into my trading journal. And then um, I just add it. That way later when I'm looking at it, because I do review my trades every once in a while. I'm adding it right now. I do review my trades every once in a while. And boy, does it help me to see what I did, when I did it, and why I did it. So yeah. Make this bigger. Isaac says, thanks for the training as always. This market is wild. Nice to feel grounded in a solid strategy. Yeah, I mentioned this yesterday. Um, this bear market is the least thing that I'm stressed about right now because like the strategy works. And you know what? If it reverses and it doesn't work, that's okay too because we'll just take a small loss. But if it continues on, wrecks all kinds of people, it's okay with us because we're just following the strategy. Like there's no stress. There's no pressure. It works or it doesn't. It, it, we either rescue the princess or we take a loss on level one. Nima says, hey, Chris, how are your existing positions? Maybe I was late and you covered that. Uh, you were not late, Nima. You're good. Uh, I mean, right now we're, we're not adding anything. We're not taking anything off. Everything is okay. We pulled in the risk on all of them. Um, and that's really all we did today was just pull down the risk in, in, in all of our three trades right now. Three trades with GPS having two positions. Two, uh, two units. So guys, thank you so much for coming to today's trading room. I hope you learned a lot. I hope this was useful. And I hope this continues to be the least stressful thing in your life. Because as you know, that's the way 10 minute trading is supposed to work. Uh, I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Don't forget, don't forget our webinar challenge. I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning for our top three lessons I wish I knew before I started trading. And if you don't learn them, you are guaranteed to fail. Thank you so much, guys. I will see you tomorrow. Have a fantastic afternoon. Good afternoon, traders. Come on. You hit me with the fist bump before it was even ready. Wow. Dude, you guys rock. Come on. By the way, thank you so much for coming to the webinar this morning. Thank you, everybody who was there. Um, I feel like that was a good one. I really, really enjoyed that, uh, that conversation there. Especially being able to recount the amazing things that I learned from Larry Height. I like when I was on the phone call with him, I legitimately, honestly, it was like, well, okay. Funny story. The first time we were supposed to meet, um, he ghosted me like no, no, no phone call, no email, nothing. And, um, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I think Larry Height just died because <laughs> he's like 95 years old. I was, uh, I was really worried Larry had died. <laughs> And so I emailed and I'm like, Larry, I hope you're okay. And I heard back from his uh, his daughter, who's his assistant at his age. And 
And she's like, Larry's fine. He just didn't know how to get on the Zoom call. So he needs my help. So we're going to have to reschedule. I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> but while I was talking to him, I'm like, wow, that like, I don't know when he's going to give his last interview, but it's just amazing to be able to to chat and network and learn directly from from the masters. This this is the equivalent of learning how to build a car from Henry Ford. This is the equivalent of learning how to travel across the ocean from Christopher Columbus. It's amazing. I don't take that for granted for one second. Kevon said the webinar was fire. Isaac says, nice North Face pullover. Yeah, I, I uh, so just so you guys know, I've had a really busy day. Uh, did the webinar. I did a podcast with a uh, long-term investor, which was interesting because our, our styles don't match. And so I had some questions for him and I'm like, so what do you do if, uh, if, if it doesn't work? What if you do if you buy it and it goes down? And he's like, nah, just hold it forever. And I was like, you do? He's like, yeah. I only buy good companies anyway. They never go down. <clears throat> Facebook. <laughs> Tesla. I don't know. So that, that was an interesting conversation. Um, but yeah, I, I put this on after after the call, after the uh, the podcast. I'm just like, I'm just going to wear this today. So thanks, man. I don't know what it is, but wind goes straight through this thing. Straight through it. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Um, I would like to take a look at the market. Have a conversation. Because uh, this week has been nuts. Absolutely nuts. Like, it, yeah. All right. Let's just get into it. Quit the jibber jabber and get to the looky lookies. <laughs> Isaac, by the way, I know it was 5 a.m. in Canada, or not Canada, I'm sorry, in Alaska this morning. Um, and you weren't there. You hurt my feelings, bro. No, I'm just joking. That's all right. The replay will be up all week long on YouTube. And as you know, you can access it forever inside the 10 minute traders member area. So you are good. Victor, good afternoon, man. We're going to be talking a lot about a lot of stuff today. Um, but before we get into it, this is the 10 minute trading room. And this is how we trade in only 10 minutes a day. And exactly how you take the guesswork out of trading. Um, we are using the new top stocks list. However, we aren't going to be using it today. Today is a defensive day. Uh, the way that we trade, we use our 10 minutes to freedom strategy named by my friend Nima, who joined us today. Nima, glad to have you, man. And the 10 minutes to freedom strategy starts with the market. And with the market, we look at the S&P 500 moving averages. We look at the MMFI. And finally, we look at Fin Club. Isaac says, man, I'm sorry. It's all right. I just didn't get up in time. Next one, I'll be there working, uh, getting a guest. And you're good. You're good. Don't worry. It's 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 hard to get up that early, especially for your friends too, right? Nima, it is our honor to have you here, sir. You are a distinguished guest, man. I mean that. All right. So let's take a look at these pieces. So the S&P 500 is like ludicrously out of control right now. Like these kind of moves up 7% in the span of two days is a exceptionally, and you're not going to believe this, this is an exceptionally bearish move. Bearish beyond all belief. The biggest rallies ever happen in bear markets. Let me let me go to the COVID low so you can see that. Where is that at? Right here. 
That doesn't mean it's hitting the low. It just means that the biggest, like, here's a great example. From the low of this day to the high of this day, 10, practically 10%, 9.8% in one day. That's what we're seeing right now. And then the market still fell another 18% after that, before it actually hit the low. I am not at, in any way, shape, or form saying that the bottom is in. If you're saying, if you're seeing anybody who's saying the bottom's in right now, I disagree with them wholeheartedly. Because the 10-day moving average is still below the 20-day moving average, which is still below, the price is still below the 50-day average. That's a bearish trend right there. Then we look at MMFI, and while it has improved today, it's up to 36%. That's still below 50%. That still says two out of three stocks are bearish right now. Fin Club did give us a green light this morning. All the picks failed, but it was still a green light. We don't have a confluence of signals here. Because these don't all line up, today is not an offensive day. We are in the market already, so today is not a transition day. So today is a defensive day. Now with the defensive day, we are in the market, we are taking care of what we have on now, reducing risk, and we will not add any new positions today. That's the way it goes. So we don't even need to look if we're gonna to add to winners because we're not going to on a defensive day. So let's skip all the way down to exit points. There's only two exit points. Number one, your trailing stop, usually after your profits are locked in. And number two is your stop loss. This is the, this is the most risky time right after you put the trade on. Is it gonna work, is it not? If it does, you move it over to trailing stop mode. If it doesn't, you take it on stop loss. So let's take a look at what we have right now. So currently we have three positions on. I'm gonna start with GPS. GPS we have two units on and we reduced our risk yesterday to the uh, five day EMA, which would put us at 1434. As of this very moment, now is the exit point. Now is the exit point because we have a cross back over. It looks very much like it's gonna close here. So this is the exit point. I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna mark it with a red line. Exit point right now at 1471. I'll even write that on here, exit point. Now, there's a lot to learn on this trade, right? Let's go through it real quick. So the exit point here, we took pro or we are going to take profits on our first position. We got in on our second position all the way at uh, 1454. So we're gonna win big on the first one, lose small on the second. Normal, totally, totally normal. In fact, I'm gonna go ahead and close it right now on my other screen real quick. So GPS, uh, two units closing the March 4th, 18 put. Hang on, I have to refresh my page here. Okay, GPS, closed positions, two units. I'll tell you what I get closed at. Give me a second, work in the order here. All right, closed at $3.35. Closed all of the GPS at $3.35. Closed the March 4th, 18 puts, for $3.35, we had two units of those. All of them closed all at once. Okay, done with that. Now let's talk about it. We did not add 
uh, a third unit because Isaac, as we talked about a couple of days ago, right? We didn't have a confluence of signals. If we had added a third unit, if we had even added a fourth unit, everything that would have potentially happened here, right? We could have added at this point. We could have added at, come on, come on circle. Could have added at one of these two points here. But then now we'd be fighting because we'd have one winner, one loser, two losers, three losers. I went real deep on that today in the webinar earlier, the three lessons I wish I knew before I started trading in the third section, specifically here. So I talked about instead of winning on four units, I was winning on two and losing on two and watching my profits evaporate. We did not have that issue. This is a perfect example of how you only add to winners when they're perfectly set up as if it were a brand new trade. This was a great trade. I have no issues whatsoever with this. Let's go to Roblox. Actually, before I go to Roblox, tell me your guys' thoughts, right? You went along the ride with GPS. What did you see? What did you learn? What would you, what would you want to do differently? What did you feel went really right? I would really like to know that. We have time today, so let me know. We're not going to be putting any new new trades on. The only thing we're doing right now is cutting risk and taking off trades if needed. So you guys tell me, how did you feel GPS went? I'm going to stall for time. Stalling for time. Brian says, it was nice to follow the trend and not exit early. Absolutely. I agree. This one, right, whenever a trend works really fast, it gets really exciting. But as you've seen right now, it can reverse just as fast. And your exit signal trails it always. And because we don't know when it will re reverse, we keep it on the whole time. We let the market tell us when it's done. Today it said, hey, I'm done. Oh, that's okay. When it tells us it's done, that's when we take it off. We don't try and fight it. We don't try and tell it what to do. We just let it run as long as it can until it stops. Then we get out. Luis says, peace of mind to get in and out at the end of the day. Dude, yeah, exactly. You know, I mentioned this a couple times now. Um, I don't know why my background keeps going away. I have to go click it back on. I've mentioned this a couple of times now. Like this bear market is the least stressful thing in my life. <laughs> like by a long way. Because we have a plan. Because we get out or we get in at the end of the day. When the big money's moving. And following the plan removes all stress. Removes all emotion. Takes the guesswork out. You know what I mean? Well said, Luis. I appreciate that. Isaac says, it was a great learning experience. I think in this wild market is against us. This trade was much more profitable two days ago. It was. But Isaac, imagine with me for a second. Right now, if it was um, if it was further down, would you be upset? No, of course not. So there's no reason to be upset if it's up today. Th there's a 50-50 chance on any day it'll move up or down, right? We don't know. 
We just follow the trend as long as that trend will go. And as you know, the last thing that we do as 10-minute traders, we don't predict. I had this conversation with my trading psychologist uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I was a little frustrated because I was like, I really want to do the best job for my traders. And, you know, we had a few losers in a row. And I was like, I'm frustrated. But at the same time, I understand the math here. And we're taking negative one, negative one, negative one. And I wouldn't be feeling that way if we had had positive four, positive four, positive four. But either one of those situations could have happened could have literally mathematically happened. We don't know on any given trade where our exit will be. Would I have liked it to be more profitable? Absolutely. But at the same time, we followed our, tran, our plan perfectly. Isaac says, with war and all, yeah, absolutely. Who would have thought? Okay, so let's go to Dish Network. Now, this one, this one really surprised me. It's up 27% in two days. This is short sellers covering. Unfortunately, you know, the trend started. We rolled with that trend. And today is the literal exit point. So there's nothing to do. This, like I said, we don't know what any trade result will be. We just follow the plan. We're following our 10-day. And it could have weren't like this, right? All the way from 42 down to 32. We don't know. We never know. And a move like this, we would never expect that. But all we can do is close it because it has crossed our exit point. In fact, I'm going to mark on the chart right here. We're going to close it. Let me double click and put it. Exit point 32.70. Okay. You know what's great about this trade? I, I've mentioned this before. Yeah, TrendSpider did bungle up on that one. But you know, we can't, we don't, we don't, we don't blame others. That's one of our 10-minute trader core core principles here. Kavan mentioned it. I trusted the data here. There's a chance we would have got out beforehand. There's a chance we would have kept it on too, Isaac. We could have. But at the same time, we followed our plan. We did not have a trading error. There was a data miscommunication and we did exactly, exactly our plan. There's nothing wrong with what we just did. We followed our plan to the T. Now, on the following of the plan to the T, keep in mind, back to what we talked about on the webinar today, right? Instead of winning on four units, I would have win two and lose two if I did not take into account the full plan and only put a trade when it was set up, right? If we had put on additional positions, you'd be pretty upset right now, right? Let's say we had on not just one, but also two and also three and potentially four. Imagine we had four positions on right now and all four of them lost. That, I mean, that would be a very different outcome than right now. The, the structure of this is to put a trade on only when it's 100% set up to add to winners when they're 100% set up. This never set up a second time. Because it never set up a second time, we're only lo losing on our smallest unit, which is literally how it's designed. It's designed so that when you win, you win big. You stack up to five positions. And if you lose, you're only going to lose on one. 
it's not like you're going to lose the whole thing either. You're only going to lose a, a small portion, hopefully 2% of your account or less if you size this. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take this off right now. So I'm closing dish. Cancel the order. Oh, I've got to refresh again. Tastyworks, I do like, but also if, if you're away from it for a couple of minutes, it'll like log you out and I have to refresh. Okay. And maybe it's just because I have a business account. I don't know. All right, so I'm gonna see if I can get filled, closing it. Okay, out of dish at 135. Out of dish, March 18th, 20, no, 21 days to expiration. March 18th, 32 and a half puts, one unit for $1.35. Closing the March 18th, 32 and a half puts, one unit for $1.35. Yeah, it's a loser, it happens. If you size it correctly, it didn't hurt you. If you size it correctly, it did not hurt you at all <laughs> with this crazy move. All right, so we're out of dish and we're out of GPS. Give me your feedback on dish. Give me your feedback on dish. We have time. Like I say, I was really surprised by this move. At the same time, uh, like it didn't bother me because we only have one unit on, so it's whatever. I was most frustrated by the trend spider data, as you mentioned, because uh, there's a chance we would have closed it ahead of time. But as I mentioned before, if the if someone brings that to our attention, I will take the time to look at a second data source and confirm if we're seeing different data and go with the more conservative point. Um. Let's see. Isaac says, makes sense. Small loss on one unit instead of a possible three to five. Yeah, exactly. Victor says, yeah, I'm personally satisfied to continue to see how the strategy keeps proving to be right. Yeah, it doesn't have to be right. Larry Height, you know. Um, oh, man, this was a really good quote. If you guys haven't watched it, go back and watch it because I was, I was dropping some real heat earlier. Um, let me see if I can find it. Doesn't even have to be right because he says it's incredible how rich you can be by not being perfect. <laughs> I love that quote. That's what he's saying here, right? Look, we tried our best. It was incorrect. We took a loss. We're moving on. Brian says, hey, one, one out of three is not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Luis says, can we play bullish option on dish? Dude, here's what I say. You can play anything you want. I'm not going to. I'm not going to for multiple reasons. Number one, the 10-day is below the 20-day. It's still not in a confirmed uptrend. Second, it's below its 200-day, which is hella bearish. And um, for me, you know, th that would be... I, you can do as you please, man. All is good, but no, this is not, this is not a trend reversal here. You're not in front of your laptop. That's all right. Don't worry about it. So Isaac says, I thought it was a great trade. Another learning experience. Following the system reinforces great trading habits. Yeah. And that's why I'm taking the time to talk about it, right? Because like initially when I first started thinking of the 10-minute trading room, I thought I'd just shoot you guys an email, let you know what we're doing. But I don't think that that really would have the same impact for you. I don't think you'd get the opportunity 
to really absorb and learn from each trade because the best traders in the world absorb and learn from each trade. You guys are trading precisely exactly the way the best traders in the world do. Just keep that in mind. Victor says, it was a struggle to not get on dish after seeing the price had passed our second and third entries. Yes, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. And at the end of the day, we didn't put on more money. Today, I'm relieved to have followed the rules. Look at that. That gave me goosebumps right there, Victor. Yeah. It is frustrating to watch it go down, to not participate in that. And nobody would have guessed a 27% up move. I, nobody in this trading room would have said that. Brian says, yeah, Victor, you got to follow the rules. Uh, speaking of the rules, you just started your Larry Hype book, The Rule. That's a good one. I have that one too. Um, let me find it real quick. I'll share with you some of my notes from it. Where did I put that? Oh, it's right here. I was looking for a blue book. It's more black than blue. Yeah. All right. Um, as you can see, maybe you can see, hang on. I damage my books. They don't, they don't survive when I get done with them. <laughs> I have probably 50 notes on the side here. Let me see. Pull one out. Pull one out here. Look at that. I, I flagged it and I post-it noted it. <laughs> That's how much I enjoyed that one. All right. Oh, I remember this one. I remember specifically talking to Larry about this page 56. Um, he says, emotionally, it was a major moment. I was 35 years old and I had just made $12 million. Sorry, pardon my language there. Uh, I'm 36. When I read that, I was 35. When I talked to Larry, I was 35. And I was like, I, I uh, that that right there, I, I remember the day I read it because I set it down and I went for a walk and I'm like, I'm playing child's play here. Dude's my age throwing, how much was that? Eight figures in profits off a of trade. And I, I was like, I got to get my act together. So yeah, that's a good book. That's a good book. Luis claps on that one. Uh, Isaac says, I think all these trades so far proved to be a study in removing emotion from the trade. Yeah, exactly. Isaac, you know what's the best part of this? There is no emotion because we just follow the plan. If I could code this into a computer, I would, for sure. Most of it is step-by-step, step, as you guys know. There's just a couple things that you have to manually check, and then you go. Kavon says he got stopped out on the 10-day. Maybe you'd put in your order uh, to run on um, an automatic close. I don't like to do that. I don't like to do that because, you know, there's always intraday volatility. There's always intraday volatility that'll stop you out. Victor knows. Victor, Victor tried that one day, and he got stopped out when the trade was still good by the end of the day. And I was like, that's a great lesson for you, Victor, right? Let the trade work. We're on the trade at the end of the day anyway. So don't let intraday volatility take you out. All right. Our last trade, and it's still working, is Roblox. So this is on the 10-day. The 10-day is now from 55.07 down to 54.53, it looks like right now. So we're just pulling in our risk a little bit on Roblox. Again, 
this is another stock that crossed through our second entry point and boy was i antsy if you guys remember i'm like oh i really want to put this on but it is not at all keeping um our our, our trend parameters our, our trade parameters to put it on brian says did you intentionally begin the discussion with roblox are we keeping it on uh no i left it for last because we're we're going to keep it on we're keeping it on because the trend is still going we still have our one unit size on the trend is still down right it's had a monster reversal and is still down there's nothing to do do you guys see why there's nothing to do we're not trying to pick a bottom here we don't know where that's going to be we're not trying to pick the bottom we're letting the trade have room to breathe and move in the direction it's going to move and once it stops moving that way we get out emotionless like Isaac was saying a minute ago. So yeah, this was good. This was great. Uh, one of the things that I want to do um, probably at the end of the quarter is go through the trades for the quarter and break them down. I mean, some quarters, that's going to be a long day. Uh, this quarter is not going to be that much, clearly. I mean, last year I had, by this point last year, I think I had 60 trades on. Uh, I have 12 <laughs> so far this year. It's a very different year, 2022, for sure. Uh, Brian says it has not changed its range. Yeah. It's still doing what it's doing. So there's nothing to do. So, um, all right. That covers everything we want to do on the trades, right? No new trades today because it, it's a defensive day. We went through, talked about, uh, GPS and dish GPS. We took off for a little, you know, I don't know, small winner. It wasn't much. <clears throat> we won on one unit. We lost a smidge on the second unit as designed right i mentioned that when we put it on i said the point is to win as much as we can on the first unit if the second unit reverses we want to lose as little as possible that's what we saw uh isaac says i wonder if now would be a good opportunity to jump on roblox since i remember i bought yeah i, I remember you had a, a a sell to open versus a buy to open issue i wouldn't i wouldn't right now because it's not set up I mean, don't, don't, don't worry about missing anything, Isaac, because the trades will always be there. The trades will always be there. There's 290 trading days a year. You're, you're, or 220 trade, trading days a year. You're not going to miss out, dude. Yeah. And very good point. Fin Club is green. Yeah. It's not set up. Today's not the day. The, the day that we get in our second position, that'll be the day to go in. And that could be Monday. I don't know. But I'll tell you what I don't know is how in the world did the market reverse so hard in the span of two days while going to war? Who would have thought? But it doesn't matter because we just trade what we're given. Just trade what we're given. And like I say, this is very bearish to me. Okay, so let's go into our final, final thoughts of the week. This was a great post I saw on Twitter that I thought was, was worth mentioning. You would be surprised that the traders who make the most money are often the traders who don't trade often. Instead, they let their winners run and they benefit from strong market trends. Does that sound like what we do? There are days and potentially weeks, as we've talked about, where we go through a lot of transition days 
And as Mark would tell us, right, wait in cash for proper setups. How long? As long as it takes. And while we did have a strong trend down, that trend has stopped. And that's okay. Uh, a few more comments come through here. Nima says, I would have closed Dish if I knew there was earnings. However, I was going to close it the very last minute, but didn't fill in. Nima, I, I, I would like to say I would have closed Dish before earnings, but truthfully, I don't know, right? Because we have a very specific set of rules for closing before earnings, right? Is it profitable? It would have been profitable. At that time, it was profitable. Does it break the expected trend line? I don't know that part. I didn't I didn't see the options chain that day to know. So really, I don't know. But what I did know is we had to trade our plan no matter what happened. Isaac says, I see why I need the system. I was emotional. I want to be day trader for years. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> I know what you mean. Kevon says, so you don't set a stop loss? I don't put one in the market. I don't put one in the market. Um, let me see if we have an example. Here's an example, maybe on GPS. Right, we get in the next day, you know, it's popping back up. Maybe that would have triggered your stop loss, but it ended up down. A couple days later, it pops up. Maybe it would have triggered your stop loss, but it ended down. That's why I don't set them in the market. No, we just have a plan. And then you execute the plan at the end of the day. So you skip all that noise. You skip any time where you get caught out and don't want to be caught out, which is very, very frustrating. So that's it, team. Just taking off uh, GPS for a moderate winner, taking off DISH for a moderate loser, and uh, keeping Roblox on. That's all we're doing today. That's that's the legit, you know, four minutes of actual trading that we did. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming to today's uh, trading room. Be sure to uh, watch the replay of the webinar. I, it will really help clarify things, especially after what we went through this week. And that's how trading goes sometimes, as you know. Thank you guys so much for coming. Have a fantastic weekend. As far as I know, unless things happen, we are still on to trade on Monday, but you never know with all this stuff going on out in the world. Uh, but I will, I'm planning to see you here Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. Okay, so what'd you think? That was pretty incredible, right? I have three special free gifts for you over at 10minutestocktrader.com. That's the Triple Stock Profits ebook you can get for free. That's a bullish power cheat sheet that you can get for free. And if that wasn't enough, at the brand new web class, how to easily discover proven, backtested, 100% plus winners, that is for free as well. You can get these three free gifts, all yours, at 10minutestocktrader.com. The Triple Stock Profits ebook, the free web class, and the bullish power cheat sheet. And all you gotta do is go to 10minutestocktrader.com. Hey, if you like this video, let me know by leaving me a like below and then subscribe and share it with somebody you think could use it as well. Be sure to comment below with your biggest takeaway from this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. And finally, make sure you watch these other videos to help you trade faster and trade smarter, and I'll see you on the next episode.